Hey everybody, it's Tony Schiavone of All Elite Wrestling, and this is True Hill Heat. And I said it right, you motherfuckers. Oye, te habla tío Sabio Vega. This is Sabio Vega, and you watching True Hill Heat a mi manera o para calle. Hello, hello. It is Saturday morning, and you know what that means. It's time for some True Hill Heat. I am in Chicago for All Out, and I'm joined by some friends. You can jump in now. In living color, (laughs) SP3 is back in America. We're going to talk about AEW All Out, WWE Clash at the Castle, NXT War Games, Bobby Fish gone from AEW, Malachi Black Axis for his release. It's True Hill Heat 191. Producer, hit the intro. Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom, SP3. We are live on the True Hill Heat YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch for True Hill Heat 191. All Out Clash Collides, discussing the latest wrestling news, including more AEW backstage drama with Bobby Fish officially done with the company. You got Malachi Black requesting his release and getting denied. Recap in the week of wrestling with AEW Dynamite featuring the Elite versus the Undisputed Empire in the Trios Dynamite Finals. You had WWE SmackDown, Raw, NXT 2.0, AEW Rampage, NWA 74. I'll spend as least time as possible talking about that. Impact on Access TV. <laughs> <That's my job. laughs> Preview and predictions for all the big shows of the weekend, plus much, much more. As always, I am here with the beautiful, the lovely Miss Chrissy Love. Good morning. Where did you guys find Savio Vega in Queens or the Bronx? Like he was at somebody, some somebody's bodega or restaurant. That is fucking wild. I love it. He was making uh, bacon, egg, and cheese at this bodega, and Johnny... Oh, he was making a chopped cheese. Which one? Which yeah, one chopped cheese. He made a chopped <laughs> cheese. By the way, I've never had one of those. Um, what? And yeah, I've never had one of those, no. That's oh, not my God. Head. We got to take away your New York card now. N- not even close, friend, because I didn't have a <laughs> No, that's a Bronx thing. No, that's nothing that happens in Brooklyn. That's a Bronx thing. That's fair. That's fair. Thank and you. I enjoyed Good morning. In living color with some of your True Hill Heat favorites to my right. Yes, that's my right. My right here, you have the artist formerly known as Drunk Guy JJ, now Sober Guy JJ. Um, How long is this for? That's that's not going to last till tomorrow. I know, I already had two shots. But anyway. See, thank you. Thank you. So change the damn name. He's not playing, y'all. Change the name. You can't put the Sober Guy. Labor Day weekend. Good to see you, Chrissy. Good to see you. God. Kate. Kate, yes. <laughs> How do you say Kate wrong? I, I don't know. I want to say Katie. I don't want to say Katie. So, sober guy Katie. over there. Can't even oh, have one syllable yeah, name yeah. right. All right. Yeah, All right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, literally, he literally got introduced like maybe two minutes ago. He already. So that, 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 already <laughs> flashback. Kate. I don't want to call you Katie. Katea? Oh, yeah. No. The no, more things man. change, the more they say the same. Remember, remember, guys, just like three years ago, you can make Jaquan drink in the comment section. This is an interactive video. <laughs> <I'll start. laughs> make it happen. Yeah. Super, super chat out took another shot. How about that? You heard it. You heard it, folks. He's, he's put himself on the line here. He's please give give us those super chats for for drunk guy JJ to emerge. If and I'm it, not 
like fucking just Jennifer by the end of the stream. You guys didn't send in enough super chats. No, I, 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 I want to be I like a different generic Katie. white girl name. You would definitely be called Katie, not Kate. I will call you Katie by the end of this. <laughs> Funny, let's, my let's my phone. Chat. You want Jake Wan to call Kate Jennifer? That's it. <laughs> get in super chats. You got to send in money if you just want to see this get way more off the rail. It's early. It's a weird wrestling weekend. We got so much going on. You got to send in super chats if you want mm -hmm. me to be a different generic white girl by the end of the stream. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and to my left, you got the man of the house here in Chicago. He said the man Let's of the house. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Uh, Good morning. I'm glad that uh, I don't have as many neighbors as last time so that Jake Wan can be as loud as he Oh, man, that is so true. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, not only is he over at your house, he's also like bringing that property value being like loud <laughs> is, it, is it because of black that's why you said that <laughs> i mean i didn't want to say that part but you said it so that's it makes it even better it's terrible you know we're supposed to be here we are here i'm just saying but you know we got to just stay back chase oliver chase oliver is with a with a super oh, chat already supporting the cause he's gonna get a bottle see that's how it works thank you chase see, this is this is that's what we it? call this is what we call uh long-term storytelling if you, yeah. have, if you guys watched the All Out preview yesterday with, with Romeo and Sid and myself, you saw behind Sid my liquor cabinet. Now today, you're seeing Jaquan drink my liquor cabinet dry. What is, so what is, it, you got to show it, the people. What's uh, your, you think you're going to get in trouble? No, it's no, fine. No, no, no. no, it's fine. I mean, Kelvin, Kelvin will also start drinking that. Uh, so. This is uh, Luna Azul Blanco tequila because I don't drink anything dark. Okay. It's you easy. don't drink anything dark. <laughs> Yeah, I'm that's funny. I will, I will definitely uphold. You know, it's already off the rails, y'all. <laughs> I made it my word. So, I, shout out the true heat and all out. <laughs> and then cheers, finally, cheers. with all of that aside, finally we have our special guest here with us. One of the hardest working women in wrestling media. One of my favorite people to listen to because she brings that true hill heat, regardless of where she's on. She's always speaking the truth. She is the co-host of Mark Order Podcast, the co-host of Sour Grabs Podcast over on Fightful as well as Fightful Select. One of my favorites, the number one draft pick of the Blue Barracuda <laughs> for the challenge, Fightful, Kate. What's going on, Kate? Someone sent in five bucks for the super chat. I had to, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for it. It's early, but I'm still on my shit, you know? So uh i'm i'm katie now you send in money i'll i'll change my name hey, we'll, we'll get more. i love that it has question marks next to it that's what makes it even better <laughs> the question marks are there because it's not katie i mean it's not katie but it's katie with question marks so now you have to actually say that like all the time katie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said he said katie said a cool name. He was like, so many famous people have it. Like Katie Vick. Like what? <laughs> My God, man. Shout out to Katie Vick, man. You got nope, you gotta you're doing another shot if you're, if you're <laughs> not drunk enough. Nope. Hi Calvin, good morning. It, it, it's, it's, going, a, it's a special friend? it's a special guest request okay you know what Shout out to Katie. <laughs> <laughs> i got you kate i got you i'm gonna hold it down oh. the streets right here. 
I, I swear, this is this is gonna be off the rails. I can tell already. Yeah, it's already, but, it's already, it's already started. We have a, a ten minutes in. Yep, we we got a and couple it's earlier people. than usual. So now we have, you know. There you go. We got a couple of people in the live chat. Remember to keep those comments coming in the live chat. Let us know what you like about the week in wrestling. Uh, if you have any questions, want to discuss any topics, of course, your super chat donations are always appreciated. Helps out the channel so, so much. Uh, we got a CM who says, did, did you even sleep? Yeah, I did. I did, actually. I actually overslept, and I missed, like, the first hour of AEW Dark, which... I didn't miss anything, so hey, you know, you know, it'll be covered. He didn't have to go see it because I'm going to be covering on Dark Power. See? Look at that synergy. Look at that corporate. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. I don't. I don't need to watch anything. That's perfect. Uh, we got Annika who says Miss Kate and Mrs. Chrissy together when worlds collide. Indeed, yes, yes. We're gonna we're gonna have a lot of rants on this episode. I can already feel it. You got you got this one drinking. You got. Oh, Kate, Kate brings it, Chrissy. So we might have to ask you about the the forbidden person today, so we can get a vintage <laughs> Chrissy rant. Even though okay. she's not in the news, we were gonna bring up Tessa Blanchard just for you. That fuck boy, please. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Look, it's seven minutes in. We were bringing up Katie Vick, so we're already like, yeah. So, <laughs> technically, it's only been on the So that's why. Katie Vick, Tessa Blanchard, seems about right. Um, <laughs> keep those comments oh, coming. We got, Jesus, we, that was, that was we got. <laughs> did you guys have breakfast? Like, did you eat? I, like, stop I did. it. He did. He did. I didn't eat anything. Yet. I went to wait, the okay, restaurant. Okay, so Jay, 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 please stop. Okay, I need you to like. Why? You need Why? to make it to the rest of the shows today. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have much. As, okay, you know what? Fine. Well, you barfing out your brains later. Don't. I warned you. I'm a, uh, let me show <laughs> Drinking well, ones have to be uh, super chats. I'll be fine. Okay. You have to no, know you're your this. That's why you're the drunk guy. You're right. I should, I'll be quiet. I had a, right. a strong, I haven't really drunk in months, but you know. Well, that's about to change. It's about to change. Well, it's already changed. It's already changed. <laughs> This is what the people are here for. Oh, uh, we got to <laughs> shout out a bunch of our supporters on the True Hill Heat uh, YouTube channel, Facebooks, Instagram, all the great places. Our top three conversation starters are Reno Red, Stewie Palmer, and the Negro Buck, Nick Jackson. Patreon backers, Nick Jackson, Vala B, Alan Weinstein, Alex McCarthy, Professor Chris, Austin K, Slam and Sammy Joe, You My Boy Blue, Yachty, Robert, Steve, Antoine, Fifth Gen. Generation Carney, Beat Boot, DJ Eric, Ladarius Brown, John, aka Russell Scopes, Dan Snide, Kobe, Toy Morgan, John Paul, and Blue Eyes. Thank you all for supporting us over at patreon.com forward slash True Hill Heat. So let's get into some wrestling before we get even further off the rails. <laughs> and remember, send the super chats for. For drunk guy JJ, I'm gonna change that name to drunk guy yeah. JJ. <laughs> I'm, sober. I'm sober, man. Come on, man. I'm sober. <laughs> you know, I don't we know Labor Day weekend is an exception. Yeah, exactly. You heard it here first. Uh, but yes, yeah, so what we missed from the week, we had AEW Dynamite this week. They once again did over a million viewers, 1.020 million viewers. Uh, the show featured the final build for John Moxley versus CM Punk 2 at All Out this Sunday with Mox cutting a promo, laying out an open challenge for the AEW World Championship. A Steel coming out and grabbing the contract 
back, CM Punk then cutting a promo about believing he may be, he may never be the same after his foot surgery. You then had uh, Ace Steel cutting a marvelous promo on him, motivating Lion to fire, fire underneath Punk to fight at All Out, and then Punk cutting a fired up babyface promo for his hometown, Chicago, which of course Stat King was at home saying, Yeah, yeah, Chicago! <laughs> The elite defeated the United Haters. The elite defeated the United Empire in the AEW World Trios Tournament Dynamite Finals to advance to the finals this Sunday at All Out. Highlighted by, of course, Omega versus Osprey's feud with Kenny beating Kyle Fletcher with the One Ring Angel. But United Empire getting the final laugh, attacking the elite after Dynamite went off the air. Yet Brian Danielson beat Jake Hager in a very good opening matchup. Post match, Jericho tried to attack Brian with a chair, but Daniel Garcia stopped him. You had Hakara Shida and Tony Storm defeated Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter with Shida pinning Baker. And we got to give Tony Khan a lollipop because he gave the woman the first hour. Thank you, Tony. It's the little things that matter. You got to reward them. Oh, you got to reward him, them, and maybe he'll do it more often. See? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not like in the mood to reward Tony Khan for his women's wrestling right now. For sure. He's very selective. You, got, you can't just give him like these things all the way. I'm, I'm just steering the pot for when Kate's going to get here. W- and then W. Morrissey made his re-debut by atta- uh, coming out and destroying the wingmen and then leaving with Stokely Hathaway afterwards, getting after getting his business card. But Kate, what was your highlight out of everything that happened from Dynamite and what was your low light? Um, I would say the highlight is interesting because I'm I'm a CM Punk mark and I've I've really actually liked this story. I think it's been a lot of fun. I know that particular promo was really polarizing for people, but I've, I think it's great. And sometimes like even, I remember like when Ronda Rousey was in UFC before everybody hated her, <laughs> like she would have, you know, 20 No, seconds. no, not true. I never liked her from the get go. Okay. But continue. <laughs> like you're real. That's real though. You know what I mean? But like she would have fights that lasted 30 seconds and because UFC is on so late, people would be disappointed by those mm-hmm. fights. Um, and I feel like they carried that same mentality kind of over to this Mox and Punk thing. But I really like it because I think, like, that's a very real thing of I got injured and my 100% looks different than it did. It's like a very real thing that happens with athletes all the time. So I really liked right. that story. I love bringing back Ace Steel. It kind of reminded me in WWE when he brought Heyman back. Like, he's going back into into the war chest a little bit. So I that content was for me. I really liked it, but I am very intrigued by the Stokely Hathaway angle. I'm a huge Stokely Mark too. I think he's the best active manager that there is right now. But like he's such a great worker. And we yeah. saw like some silliness with the baddies. And then we saw like this super serious side of him. And then he like he tweeted all out, I'm out, and deactivated his Twitter. Mm, so yeah. I'm like, are these guys going to show up and blitz everybody? Is this going to be an ROH move? <laughs> like, I'm so intrigued by this. Like, I, I think this is really cool. 
My Lola is probably Jr. saying it's good that Sheeta was Americanized by her look. I'll go with I'll go with that as my Lola. Yeah, yeah, which is yes, he did. Well, I'm not surprised. Fucking Jr. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly what Jaquan said. That part. Yep. Mm -hmm. Veda Scott is right there, but. Outside of that being like wildly offensive, I find it hilarious because ever since she Americanized herself, she has been off television. And uh, <laughs> that part, <her laughs> Japanese self was the one that had the most dominant title reign in all of AEW, right? So um, that was, well, the match I thought was good that we saw for the women, that really kind of overshadowed things for, for me sincerely, where I was just like, man, that uh, yeah. kind of took me right out of it, cutting cutting the legs out from Sheeta like that. So. Luckily for me, I've tuned JR out for months now. So. <laughs> Wise man. Wise man. I, I wish that they would go back to just keep him in the second yeah, hour. Second hour yeah. Just keep him yeah, in the second like, hour. Yeah, what, what like, what happened to that? They, they, I don't get it. He's like, get God Almighty. I'm getting paid all this money. I need to be on two hours. <laughs> I really, <laughs> I, he, they should just definitely keep him. I like to, the whole, I love Taz. I think the whole thing, I thought yeah, it was yeah. a good like transition. Like you, and especially you were just on, like you did with chemo and all that stuff. You don't have, like you was in, you're in radiation. Like you don't have to do everything right now. So just take it easy. It's okay. I feel like the best use for JR, and this is just a, a matter of taste, is he's really good with like those sit down backstage interview segments yes and i think that's crazy those are great and then i think if you brought him out for big matches so it felt like a big deal so mm-hmm. that you're like leaning mm-hmm. into his legend status and not who he is right now as a commentator might be like a better a better use of of jr like make it feel like a big deal when jr is on the desk right right yeah and that's what they did those first few weeks especially when he came out for just the blood and guts match in yeah. June, right? that that made blood and guts a little bit more important you're like oh jr is out here let's actually get into it or when he would only come out for the title matches but yeah it's, he says a lot of things that he's not supposed he to say supposed to, he oh. shouldn't supposed to yeah yeah, the problem and I think that's the- also with age. I feel like he says it and he'd be like, oh, shit, I just said that. Like, I feel like he's not really he, like. He'd be thirst trapping on, on like, Twitter. So I'm not <laughs> the, the problem is that Tony Keith, Tony was only bringing JR out for the important parts. And now when the build to all out, he's like, everything's important. <laughs> <laughs> hours is important. But in hindsight, though, you look how Tony Khan acts when it comes to women. So, of course, he's not going to tell JR. <laughs> yeah. I can relax. He, he yeah, probably yeah, fed that line. He probably yeah. fed that line to JR. He's like, he's yeah, like. Oh. Let's let's put an emphasis on how Americanized. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she yeah. She has jeans on now, or whatever the fuck. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? She has a bob cut. She looks American. <laughs> 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 it's too early for this shit. <laughs> wait, wait. It can't be. It can't be that early for you. We're an hour behind in Chicago. This is girl. This is girl. It's, I had it's like earlier. Hours of sleep. Sorry, <laughs> I, I was really getting used, Chrissy, to to doing this podcast at like three, four o'clock in the afternoon, and now it's this sh- early in the morning. <laughs> so much different back here in so America. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> Welcome back, friend. Welcome back. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Chrissy. Uh, we were going to get your your highlight and low light from the show, but uh, drunk, uh, sober guy for now. We got a super chat donation here from Alan Weinstein. He says, for the war chest and for your shot. There you Alan go. Alan Weinstein, you can go fuck yourself, buddy. He gave uh, a $10 super chat. Are you kidding me? No, you have to commit. That's not fair. This, my damn 
he was about to take a shot out of Blistex, ladies and gentlemen. We're off to a great start here. I'm about to say, already, Jesus. Will we on shot number five now? There's another one. And we got another super chat donation. Oh, right. Right. You're going to have to wait. Have to wait like two minutes, goddamn. <laughs> three minute warning. You guys got to keep track, though. You got to keep track. See him. Make sure you keep track that he's taking all his shots. That's right. Okay, it's on the scoreboard. What did you say, Christy? I told CM to make sure that she keep that they keep track of you to um, make sure you take the shots of people doing it. My raw show and used to keep yeah. tab of my <laughs> shots. Oh, uh, we got Balabi who says petition to change from SHK to He Man Woman Hater Con. Uh, oh, also, no, stay safe, no. drunk guy JJ. Oh, I mean, as he says, drink. <laughs> he says, stay safe. What what sense does that make? So, so to, to give Kate some background on here, we uh, our, our our viewership affectionately calls Tony Khan not TK but CHK, which can stand for anything. <laughs> color hating Khan, uh, Khan. Oh God, I can't. So that that's what that's what they they you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I forgot about the like... color. I forgot about color hating Khan. That's the good one right there. I was gonna say, I think there's even been times like when I've tuned in and I've heard that shorthand but not know what it's meant. So now I feel right. like I'm <laughs> caught up to speed. Catalina knows now, you know what I mean? Not Kate. <laughs> she changed her name to Catalina. Catalina wine shots, man. She's gonna go for like good. 10 different names before the show. Vince McMahon is in charge of her name right now. My main roster shit right now. Next one is gonna be Caitlin. She's gonna Not be Caitlin, Car- but it's Caitlin. Carly in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be with a C, too. I'll get real weird. We'll just get <laughs> No, you can't. It's getting weird. <laughs> well, we got news that came out of Dynamite this week. Following Dynamite, reports started sec- circulating that it appeared as if Bobby Fish could be making his exit from AEW. Uh, the good folks over at Fightful Select uh, had an update on that, and they're reporting Clowns. that they've been told uh, Fish's contract is coming up and will likely not be. Re- a, uh, renewed when it does on Thursday, PW Insider confirmed saying that Fish's uh, contract expired on that day, and he is now a free agent. Fish made his AEW debut in early October of last year and signed a deal with the company. While he initially faced some of the company's top names, he's been used somewhat less frequently as of late due to part to injuries to Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. His last match for AEW was at the July AEW Dark elevation tapings and he's been taking more independent bookings as of late with that also you got to bring up his tag team partner in red dragon kyle o'reilly he gave an update on his current condition in a recent instagram story revealing that he recently had neck surgery in the story o'reilly posted a photo of a surge soda can with neck written above the label and followed by a photo of him in the hospital with a live by pearl jam playing followed by a picture of a ford fusion car with neck written over ford uh (laughs) o'reilly last wrestled on the june 8th edition of aew dynamite and last appeared on the august 3rd episode 
Jared Fish and Cole to turn on the Young Bucks. And no word yet on how long O'Reilly will be out for. Uh, Kate, what's your thoughts on Bobby Fish now being done with AEW and the circumstances around it, which seem kind of weird and vague of who denied the renewal of his contract. And now we don't get undisputed elite versus elite, something that they've kind of been building to since right. Adam Cole came into the company. Looks like the fish is back in the sea. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You should have to take another shot, Peter. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> back in the sea. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> luckily, luckily, I'm too bad. You can you can fall asleep in one of them. I'll make it to the bathroom. You can fall asleep in one of them this time. You know, <laughs> I think um, with Fish having had a 300 year career already, God bless him. Uh, he, right, right. <laughs> like a historic career that's been going on since. Uh, really since the late 1700s. No, I I really like Bobby Fish. I think uh, I it sucks, but I also get it from the perspective of I I don't think I knew how severe the Kyle O'Reilly injury was, and that's a, a very right. severe injury in that he may never wrestle again, or it might take a really long time to come back. So I think with the cloudiness over that, and then Cole... Being able to be a single star, let's be honest, mm -hmm. um, that leaves Bobby Fish in kind of a weird place on this roster right. as a guy who wouldn't be getting pushed, as a guy who would probably be eating pins for younger people and stuff like that. And if that's not the direction, <laughs> <laughs> if that's not the direction he wants to go with his career, this like seems like a a, a fair. It could have been a mutual parting of ways, but like I I get not wanting to stick around to on the hope that Kyle O'Reilly can return when he might return. What's interesting to me is how short his contract was, because that's got to be yeah. a, right. a, one of those six-month deals, um, yeah. which is good. You want to see if he's going to develop into something. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know where he goes next, because as much as like Hunter's bringing his boys back, I don't think he wants to bring back a 45-year-old Bobby Fish without the, the presentation. So maybe he just goes and works the indies and NWA. Maybe Impact has him kick it around for something, but um, I'm all for workers working where they want to work. So right. there you go. And I think they said that the door was open to a potential return. So if a year from now, Kyle O'Reilly can't get back in the ring, it sounds like the terms were at least decent enough. But, you I know, mean, you can never trust those fightful selects. He uses pension, you know. He's at that age. He uses pension. <laughs> you know what? Leave Bobby Fish. That's not nice, guys. <laughs> That's not nice. That's your zaddy, right? Right. Mr. I love Kawhi. Bobby Fish. I don't understand why this is this is this is unacceptable for Tony Khan. See, this is a bullshit that I'm talking about. Like, I don't understand why, but yeah, why he's on a like a five month uh contract in the first place, which is not really even cool. But they wasn't even really utilizing him in the first place, so that got you got that kind of tells it in itself. But yeah, um. What did he say? Yeah, it was. Yeah, he, he, the first one. To go well, out no, he came after uh, uh, Cole. Oh, Cole, obviously. Yeah. Then it was. Then it yeah, he was, came uh, after Cole. Yes. Fish, was, he was uh, there after Cole, and then the other guys. You know, well, you know, Kenny. Ken, I mean, kind. So yeah, I mean, it sucks that you know. What? <laughs> <laughs> so he's old. Sorry, sorry. So he's old. Was that your kids? <laughs> yes, that was my, my. That was my oldest son. Sorry. He just called them old from off camera. <laughs> Actually, 
it wasn't he was talking about something else but it sounded like he was saying old <laughs> you know what's so amazing is like he's 45 punk is 43 right so literally retirement age but he just looks like he came from an era of like right he looks like like it's the presentation that makes him feel so so old exactly oh but because i am freaking young what the hell does that he's acting like he's young i'm only 30 years old no, that's it. He doesn't even have facial. I don't hair. even look dirty. How dare you? <laughs> no. All right then. You well, can still but... morning drink. You're young in my book, brother. Exactly. <laughs> I, see, see, don't let the new generation shirt fool you. I'm still young. I'm, I'm only thirty. Yeah, trust me. 30. Trust me. I ain't doing that at my age. I got two kids. Uh, yeah, I got terrible twos. I can't. Do Funny that. thing is that he has two kids too, and he still does it. That. I don't even know what we're talking about right now. <laughs> I said, I said, I got two kids. I ain't doing the morning drinking anymore. Oh, oh, like, that well, shit. He, two kids, you really drink in the four, morning. He's four uh, years younger, so that's why he he can do it. So I just go. got a message that says you were hanging out with Cass at Four Cups last night. So the fact that you're still alive is impressive to me. That guy, <laughs> I'm. If you make it through a night with him, every pay per view is like the Hangover with Cass from Body Slam. So. Did you see Tyler yeah. too last no, night? Yeah. I, I I survived. I didn't I didn't stay the whole night with Kaz. That was the key. I knew when to leave. Smart man. Yeah, I, I've hung out with Kaz before, and I knew when to leave when the night was gonna get into that hangover territory. I was like, okay, I gotta go. I'm staying <laughs> at somebody's house. I'm not staying at a hotel. I can't get back anytime I want. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then you had on Thursday more drama within AEW. Several rumors have been flying about uh, Malachi Black requesting his release from the company. And a new report has some details on the situation. It was oh, first reported by Raj Geary of Wrestling Inc. that Black had asked for his release from the company, citing concerns about his mental health due to personal life and demoralization oh. due to the booking and handling of his character. PW Insider reports that according to sources close to Black, there is a personal situation that has been affecting him and strongly and that he's privately discussed taking a long and potentially permanent break from wrestling so he can deal with the situation. Fightful Select reported that representatives of All Elite Wrestling have shot down reports that Black has been uh, released as completely false and there was a rumor among AEW roster that Black was unhappy but they were able to report on the reason why without confirming it they have also not confirmed that black has asked for his release though some sources outside the company had indicated such those within the company said that black wasn't happy but said they believed the situation had been smoothed over to some level black has a four years left on his current five-year deal with aew that he signed last year and is set to compete at all out in the six-man tag team matchup uh pitting the house of black against miro sting and Darby Allen, I'll ask you first, Stat King. What did you think about the whole report with Malachi Black asking for his release from AEW? Uh, I, I've long been an advocate for people to be able to to kind of leave when they're not feeling it anymore. Um, my my only difference, because I mean, like fam the reason part of the reason why I stopped watching WWE is back in 2020 is because of how they've been treating talent, uh, particularly during the, the releases when the pandemic was going on. The only difference for me here is that sometimes 
you know, if somebody's going through any kind of mental health problems or depression or anything like that, sometimes you need that outside perspective to uh, look out for you. And this could easily be a situation not where Tony is, you know, denying the release because he just wants to have Malachi Black on the roster. It could be a situation mm -hmm. where he's looking out for him and understanding that, you know, you, you feel this way right now, but sometimes you need that semblance of normalcy around you to help you pull you out of wherever you are. Now, if that's not the case, then yes, Tony should be releasing Malachi Black from his contract. If it is the case, then it could just be a situation where Tony can see what Malachi may need, or, or people around Malachi and around Tony are telling Tony this may be what he needs. Let's not say that Tony Khan is the most um, observant person in the world. Um, but either way, the, the message is we're trying to help you, not that we're trying to be greedy and hold on to you. So I, but that, my question is I don't know whether Malachi was involved as the – the person like or persons alleged to be with that tampering thing with from WWE and that that also can factor into it as well. So if he if he really is going through issues and he really is dead set then I think Tony should release him. What about you Kay? What did you think about all these reports and what have you thought about uh, Malachi Black's booking in AEW since we're, we're past 1 year of him coming into the company last July? Um I think before anything, and I don't mean to like be bearing specific people or whatever, the fact that somebody's mental health was turned public is yeah. disgraceful. Yeah. I think it's the fact that that part of it leaked is a failure on wrestling media's part. And people's mental health, unless they choose to make it public, is something that, in my opinion, should be completely off limits. And I think it's extremely fucked up that that came to light, and uh, I'm not here to speculate on any of that, but what I will say, before we even get into the booking part of Malachi Black, is, and I've, I've said this before, so I'm sorry if you're, you've heard me say things like this before, but I think people wildly underestimate how hard it is to be a professional wrestler. I think people are completely blind to how... Um, how many, like, like every wrestler, I've said this before too, like every wrestler is walking around with three to five injuries that they don't even consider injuries because it's just a part of their daily life. Every wrestler is um, at the gym and then when they're not at the gym, they're tearing apart their own bodies with body dysmorphia because somebody looks better than them. Anytime we say someone looks like a million bucks, they're thinking, why don't I look like a million and one bucks? And then you get to... Your job where half of it's just out of your control. You have no control over your booking. And when you look at a guy like Malachi Black, um, that guy really gives a shit. And I know that because whenever he comes out with half of his face blacked out, that is something that started like five years ago in a different company. <laughs> this guy gives a shit. On a, long term, a, long term. The, the longest term. Like it's... When you care that much, um, you get very affected, I think, by booking. And when something like a trios tournament gets announced and you are kind of like a, a, the trio that's been running roughshod over things, you're probably thinking, this is my shot at gold, would be my guess. And then you get eliminated early, right? So depending on when they knew the plans are, I could I could yeah. see that being something that, that would affect someone's mental health. But... 
you know, I loved, I loved what they did with Cody, him just coming in and kicking off Cody's head every time he started to give kind of a generic promo was really fun. I was really loving, I know a lot of people are like, I, I need more Miro in title pictures. I was loving this story of Miro going through the House of Black. I don't think I need Sting and Darby in it. I just want to see Malachi, uh, or I'm sorry, Miro fight everybody in House of Black. Like, <laughs> I think that's such yeah. a fun story with these like, demonic characters and the redeemer so like i i think it's a, a great story that should be more highlighted perhaps but i loved where it was going um so i think i i have liked malachi black's booking um i just wish it was more prominently focused on on the show but overall the only thing that matters in this world is mental health there's not a wrestling match in the world that matters more than your mental health so um I think hopefully he heals up. I do also hope, uh, echoing the thoughts of, of Zach King over there, that um, the denial of the release was maybe, if you stay under contract, we have resources that can help you, uh, as opposed to saying, no, you can't get out of this because Triple H might be getting after you, which are both valid concerns, quite frankly. <laughs> um, so I, I just Probably think... so, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's really important to... Um, recognize what is paramount here and that is one it's a complete failure in wrestling media that mental health that was not shared ever came to light and be um the mental health plight of a professional wrestler is a lot bigger than i think a lot of people give it credit to beyond that is details and and not to mention like he also you know to your point about how difficult wrestling is he's been dealing with that back injury for a while and yeah. that's gonna further complicate you know your um your, your, your mental health when you think about, you know, what I could be doing and it's your own body that's failing you in this situation. Like right. well, that may right. be your thought process or his thought process. So it's a, you know, I'm, he was in the match at, he was in that four way at, at forbidden door and I was there and he looked great. Like he mm -hmm. was all over the ring. He was a integral part of that match. So it's, it's, you know, to your point, we don't always know uh, what's going on in somebody else's world. And, you know, it, it is unfortunate and sad that this, this news got leaked in the way that it did. And he made that post on yeah. Instagram or, or Twitter. Uh, you know, it was a pretty kind of dark message. And I'm just hoping that he can, I'm hoping that he can pull through. I think, uh, I think another part of it is also, I don't know how well uh, WWE uses uh, someone like Zelina Vega, but being right, away from right. your spouse and your spouse has yep. to travel because even she may, not, say. Yep. she may not be on, you know, uh, I don't know what brand she's on. She may not be on Raw or, or SmackDown every week, she's but crazy. she's more than likely at the weekend house shows. And mm -hmm. that is going to affect your ability to be with your spouse. That's why, uh, you know, some people may be criticizing uh, Adam Cole's booking, for example, in AEW. But I'm sure that he, or I feel as though he's having the time of his life because he gets to go to work every time with his girlfriend and with his girlfriend yes yeah that you, sometimes you just you can't uh, you can't put a price on that and that's really valuable yes you don't think adam cole that's wants not... to go be fed to carrying cross back in wwe or <laughs> i don't all think right, so man. at all I no i don't think so either <laughs> He, he wanted that roman reigns run with the nxt championship on uh yeah. 2.0 you know that's that's right. when, that's what would have happened if he would have stayed. Come on. That's true. Or, or he could have been Max Dupree because they wanted yeah. him to get a haircut and be a manager. I'm just saying. 
You want to talk about no? I'm so happy he left. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> You're one of the best wrestlers on the planet, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna make you a manager." He's like, "Oh." I also at the time. And also, they want to change his name. Oh. <laughs> I can't imagine like the. Hey, we want to change your name, have you cut your hair, and manage someone who also got released a couple months later. Or do you want to go to work with like all your old friends, your girlfriend, and get two title shots basically like within months of coming back? Ah, man, this and, is a and, win a tour- and win a tournament. <laughs> and win yep. a tournament, yeah, and the Owen Hart, yeah. Like, man. Yeah, he's, he's really been booked horribly. Oh, God, yeah. People will tell you Samoa Joe has been booked poorly, and he's 6-1 and one with a title. I just like... Right. Man, people yes. love to We're, make up things. I mean, those people are very young, and uh, <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Sheet, so you know, you better ask what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That too. Uh, <laughs> we had AEW Rampage last night. Uh, they had Hangman Adam Page, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds defeat Orange Cassidy, Trent. Chucky e. T mm-hmm. of the best friends to advance to the AEW World Trios Championship Tournament Finals against the Elite at All Out. Not necessary. And Ruby Soho beat Sammy Guevara and Ty Mello to earn a shot at the AAA Mixed Tag Team Titles on the All Out Zero Hour pre-show. You had Ray Phoenix defeat uh, Blake Christian in a fun sprint. You had quality backstage promos from Athena and Jay Cargill, as well as Swerve our glory and the acclaimed ahead of Sunday. FTR and the Motor City Machine Guns also cut some good promos before the trios match on the pay-per-view. And Ricky Starks beat QT Marshall with Rochambeau post-match. Starks got into a pull-apart brawl with Powerhouse Hobbs, and we had a stare-down between Brian Danielson and Chris Jericho. Uh did you do you think that these you know live rampages should have more to them though? Because I felt like this was sure? a good start to the show with the trios matchup, but I was like, this show would have came off and flowed a lot better if the trios match was the main event. Uh, yes. QT Marshall versus Ricky Starks. I love Ricky Starks, but QT Marshall should never be in the main event of even a B show of AEW. <laughs> I just felt like uh, I could I could have left like 30 minutes ago when I was there. I was like I could have <laughs> left the show, beat some traffic and get out of here. But what do you think, Chrissy? Um I totally agree. When when you have a trios match and those guys of that caliber, I don't think that they I mean for that short of a show, I feel like they should have closed out the show. Love Ricky Starks, love Ricky Starks. Don't I don't really care about QT Marshall. But anywho, um, yeah, they that that should have been the closeout for the show. But I guess they needed something to start off with a bang, maybe. And he was like, okay, well, whatever it finishes, finishes, you know. So I mean, I get why they did it, but you didn't need to do it. If that makes sense. Yes. And we got people who said it was the best episode of Rampage in a long time. It's, I mean, it's, that's cat. It's kind of funny because, like, when Rampage first started, they put the you know the main event or the most important thing right in the front because they wanted to draw people in immediately from SmackDown. Right. In this week, you know that SmackDown is taped. You could have switched it so that your main event or your most important match was at the end, which is what they've actually right. been doing for, right. for a couple weeks beforehand. That's very true. 
Yes. Uh, we do have another super chat. You have to take two shots because you didn't take one for the last super chat. But we got to see. Yeah. <laughs> I said two minutes and I took it. We have a super chat here from CM who says, sure. shot time. Kate's name hasn't changed yet. Oh, and she also, I think, added another comment. Where she she gave you another name, Kate uh, Katrina. <laughs> he'll be he'll be fucked up by noon and sleep till tomorrow. No, I like now. Katrina too. <laughs> so you do, okay, so you gotta do Caitlyn next, and then go do Katrina. Yeah. I just made myself care and said not like that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Karen, not like that. Oh, I'm not all Karen. I'm not complaining about anybody's managers or any of that shit. No, but, uh, no, no, no. It's, it's a KA name. Oh. We're moving that along. Is am- that, is am- <laughs> that right there, Karen, is amazing. I, I love that. Don't screenshot it, please. Don't. Don't. Don't fucking. Don't. I got, I got enough shit on Twitter, man. I mouth off about the AEW women's division and people. Just, I, it's like you got ready to do it and then realized the screenshot, so you paused. <laughs> not my face. Oh, that was great. That was great. Uh, also, last night you had a uh, SmackDown. They had a tape show, but they still had an awesome uh, promo exchange between Ronda Rousey and Adam Pierce, with Pierce bad mouthing Rousey after lifting her suspension, after the uh, board of directors lifted her suspension, and then receiving a beating for it with the armbar. You had Roman Reigns' two years oh, title celebration. That's what SmackDown's about. Okay. Oh, sorry. You heard me. I thought I was on mute. My bad. I swear. I swear. You mentioned Tessa or Ron- or Ronda Rousey. That's what gets the quickest reaction from Chrissy. <laughs> I mean, not- Thank you. <laughs> Roman Reigns had his two-year title celebration that was interrupted by Drew McIntyre hitting him with the Claymore into his car and then beating down the bloodline uh, by ringside. You had the Viking Raiders defeat the New Day in a fun Viking rules opener. <laughs> Butch, dressed as Pete Dunn, so I'm going to call him Pete <laughs> Dunn. Butch Dunn defeated Ludwig Kaiser in a hard-hitting affair. What was the uh, highlight for you on this episode of SmackDown, Kate? Definitely what you just mentioned at the the end there, that that Ludwig Kaiser and Pete Butch Dunn, man. Uh, Being back Mm -hmm. in his gear with his hair looking good, like it felt like Pete Dunn is back. I think eventually we'll get Pete Dunn or Pete something not Butch proper. I think, um, but the gap from Butch to Pete Dunn is a little bit bigger of a creative leap than like, we gave Matt Riddle his first name back or whatever. Like you got to give like a whole promo around that. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, that match was fantastic. Like it was really nice to see Pete Dunn back in, in his regular form. I think the live crowd was really reacting to the spot where he went to break Ludwig Kaiser's fingers because they haven't seen that right. version, right? They've only seen Scrappy Doo Butch running around, so they got to see what he's Scrappy Doo! That's what he's been, man. That's what he's been. And I think if this leads to, you know, the handwriting is on the wall for Butch versus Gunther, or as an NXT, that was Pete Dunne versus Walter, and that was one of my favorite takeover matches of all time. I love that match. So, if we're getting back there, yeah, this spot, like, just... The calculated look on his face, the the selling yeah. by by Kaiser there too, of course, fantastic. And the crowd was like, "Oh my god!" Like it really looks like that guy's breaking that dude's fingers. So <laughs> I I thought that was 
fantastic stuff. That was Takeover New York. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Takeover New York in uh, I'm more like confused like I wasn't there. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they had one for the UK title. That was at Takeover yeah, New York. Only four once. See, he, he had, you have a good memory, even though you've been taking shots. There you go. And we, we had a question here from John uh, who says, uh, wait, is it $2 to make people do shots? Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's simply $2. Here's how it goes, because you guys need to send him more money about this if this man's yes. getting day drunk okay two dollars you got to do a shot by the end of the show five dollars you got to do a shot within 10 minutes ten dollars and up you got to do that shot right now i think that's fair oh good, good job deal. i think that's I'm fair hierarchy so go to your pay window right now <laughs> All right, so if you ain't donating, donate. If you ain't saying more than ten dollars, do not expect a shot in sixty seconds. <laughs> there you go. Also, ten dollars. My name gets more ridiculous. Like five dollars, it's still a K name. Two dollars, it's still a K A name. So we, you know, the hierarchy continues. I could tell been, like organizing of charities before. Yeah. <laughs> She did that too fast. Too fast. She does this very well. She knows what she's doing. Fightful YouTube charity. You know what I mean? It's uh, (laughs) we're working. We're working over there. Responsibly, boys and girls. Yes, that's right. Responsibly. Yes. Thumbs up. Um, He's a sober guy. He's not getting behind the wheel of a car. You know what I mean? Like that's not what we're doing today. No. Right. No. no, no. (laughs) We can barely go into a back of an Uber. And yes, it's a celebration. <laughs> the Sandman, yes, dude, you're drinking or I'm not drinking early. This is what he's here for. Drink responsibly. Uh, Belle says she's from the UK. So what is drinking responsibly? <laughs> Listen, Belle, we, we get that. Instead of beer. There you go. <laughs> And then look at CM. CM's like trying to put like idea on top of idea. <laughs> Says I was gonna say ten dollar bases for amount of shots. Ten dollars one shot. Twenty dollars two shots. Hey, yo, yeah, I'm gonna I'm have to hire y'all, man. It's gonna be a thing. You... at the castle. <laughs> Patreon subscription. We, we, we got a new name for the watch. Right, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Patreon subscriptions. Two shots back to back. That's what I'm saying. There you go. I breathe the dragon. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of uh, Clash at the Castle, they had the final build for Clash on Raw this week. They did 2.1 million viewers. The show featured a baffling decision. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez <laughs> and Aaliyah pulling off the upset over Dakota Kai and EO Sky to win the WWE Women's Shame. Championship. Shame. Uh, Shame. They did have some great segments to build to Clash, though, like Seth Rollins oh and Matt Riddle, split-screen promo exchange, uh, bringing back the vibes of... Uh, you okay there? Of uh, John Jones and Daniel Cormier uh, with uh, an ether line from Seth who uh, brought up Riddle's uh, real life Ooh. divorce and his kids and his wife not wanting to see his bitch ass. <laughs> no, those are fighting words right there. You don't say that to somebody like unless you're ready to get these hands. So, like, fuck you up. Right. He was like, keep my keep my wife's name out your fucking out your mouth. 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 Yep. <laughs> yes. That part. That part. Yes. Never gonna work again. 
<laughs> Not it in there. Uh, we had another fantastic promo exchange uh, with Kevin Owens interrupting Sami Zayn and the Usos of the Bloodline. Then we great, had Kato. great story. Great yes, story. beating Jay Uso in part due to Zayn not helping Uso. You had Kurt Angle making his date, his return uh, in his hometown of Pittsburgh in a funny promo exchange with Chad Gable. Thank you. Three <laughs> <laughs> You like that? You like that, right? Yes, very shush, well done. Please. You got to give the shush, 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 please. Shush, please. <laughs> Thank you. Me, between me and my younger son, I think he loves that part, and we will do the whole thank you part, like Kurt Angle and um, Chad Gable. It's really funny. We did it. We did right. it that same night. <laughs> Great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, Street Profits defeating <laughs> Alpha Academy to prevent Angle from joining Gable's group, and you also had the Miz continue to be haunted by Dexter Loomis and lost to Bobby Lashley thanks to that. And then Loomis was in the back of his car, which yes. I didn't think I could be interested in a Dexter Same. Lumis, but I am actually, I am actually concerned for the Miz. Like I wanted, I want Tampa <laughs> and Maurice to do a segment where they show him a doll and be like, "Show us on the doll where Dexter Loomis touched you." <laughs> That's what I want. I want that that moment. Can the doll look like Lily, but but it be Dexter Loomis and like instead, and then they could you could show you what it was. Yeah, have the slick back hair. And yeah, the that's what I'm saying. Right. Right, that part. I'm with that. I'm, I'm with here that. for it. I'm here for it. Chrissy, what was your highlight from Raw this week? Uh, Chad Gable is amazing. Uh, I, him and Sami Zayn are like those hidden gems that you didn't know could be so obnoxious, but yet so good at their job. So, so funny. Um, I'm waiting for I, I, it's coming that, you know, Sami Zayn will get with Kevin Owens. However, I just love the fact that he's like the honorary Oost, but not really the honorary Oost in, in that same sentence, if that makes sense. Because one brother is like cool with him. They have the whole like handshake and everything. The other one is just like, you'll get out of my damn face right now before I punch you in your face. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so good though. But those are my highlights. My low light was definitely um, the women's tag match. But yeah, that's it. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, sober guy for now, I guess you need one more shot for drunk guy. Uh, <laughs> what did you think about the finish to the women's oh, tag team tournament? God, it was hot garbage. Um, thank but God how? that we were to pick up what happened at the end. Like, clearly, the person wasn't legal, so I'm assuming they go in a different direction with this. Like, they go back to vacating the titles, they have to do a rematch, and this can intertwine another tag team coming back, maybe. I won't get my hopes up, but you know, we'll see. But that was a terrible main event. Pittsburgh could not give a fuck. People were sleeping the crowd. Yes. Uh, Aaliyah's yeah. own hometown didn't give a fuck about her. Like, what are we right. doing? There we go. <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad. Romeo has joined us. You want to add something? Hey, guys. Uh, y'all were talking about Sami Zayn. Did you see his comment on Instagram on. Um, Yes. One of the Usos' pictures. Yeah. <laughs> no, what did he say? So, so one of the Usos is like showing off his new neck tattoo, or whatever. And Sami Zayn okay. writes, "Nice ink, my dog," representing the culture <laughs> proudly. <laughs> Every time Sami Zayn does one of those, like yeet, that I, I just I, when he was uh, when he thought he was black in the Indies. <laughs> <laughs> I see those he, he's he's bringing back the soul of his relationship yeah. with the human tornado. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh my God. Sammy Zayn is so, yeah, the dancing. Oh, it's the dancing yeah. too. It's just so obnoxious, but yet, like, just go out there and just be the just the stupidest thing that you can do. Like, I, and I know he's having so much fun doing it. The the best Twitter mix that I've seen is uh him doing the dance with the Usos and giving the handshake to vote for my niggas and we die for my niggas. <laughs> 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 you, gotta, you gotta see me, bro. You, you gotta, I please, can, can you please send me that? I need to see that. Please put that in the group chat. I need to. See <laughs> that. Oh my god! I, I, I was dying laughing. Even my missus had to laugh at that. She was like, "He is he's funny. He's funny." She she doesn't watch a lot of Curry wrestling, but she was like. Sammy Zayn is funny. I would got a super chat donation here from Bay Bay saying <laughs> the two dollar deal. Take a shot. You have to do well, it by the end of the show. Well, take, uh, I'll do it behind the scenes. Do like exclusive content. It has to be seen. It has to be seen on the show. It has to actually be seen on the show. Like that'll be exclusive. You after, it, after the heat. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you, you wanted a super chat. You wanted a super chat that would give you a shot right now. Raging J uh, from ALW. Ten dollar. <laughs> $10 super chat donation saying Raging J looks like he needs another shot. And Kate looks like a Kristen, then Kate. <laughs> oh, Kristen's like Kristen Stewart almost. Yeah, I guess. Or, or like the mom from the OC. I've been watching a lot of yes. OC season one. So. <laughs> Yo, for real? <laughs> Whenever anybody, when oh. I see like old heads getting all like weird and bitter about what we do at Fightful or like what credible news um, outlets are doing, I just like think about the fact that we had a show on Fightful called Degrassi Dudes. And I'm like, this is how we spend our time. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you want to spend your time like, being angry on Twitter about other wrestling media. Like, that's fine. We're going to like hang out and we're going to play games on Twitch and we're going to like break down Degrassi for you. Like, <laughs> like I just, it, it sincerely helps me because sometimes that shit pisses me off and I'm like, let's look at our day and then let's look at their day because that's some right. shit. And it's <laughs> the ones that are actually in wrestling media that have something to say. It's like, it, it really comes across as like jealousy. When the hate don't work, they start telling lies. How it go, good brother? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you heard, did you hear the slur of how he said that? The slur? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I'm not even slurring. I'm chilling right now. So you think. We can hear it differently. I think you know me. <laughs> Oh, we also got a super bump. chat donation here from uh, the one and only AK Austin, uh, who says, "Only sending this. Do you you can so you get, get something to eat before <laughs> more liquor? We are, we are eating a after this for our watch along. So I will be in a better place in my life. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that is like looking out for you. That is like money to combat the chaos that we created. That's oh, that's actually movie. really smart. That's very true. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, we also got CM who's counting the shots in the chat with us. Thank you. Thank you, CM. You clearly can't yeah. count who said three shots. You clearly yeah, can't. Yeah, that's count. way more than three. You're tripping. <laughs> no, we no, they just they just paid for those three shots, friend. You're yeah. actually on four shots that you need to take, but Three were just paid for yeah, okay. on the screen. 
for my history. That's what she see, meant. Now, now he doesn't want to damn commit. See, this is this is what? Don't have the name if you're not gonna be about it. That's all I'm saying. That ain't my name. I'm sober, John. I'm sober, guy. So that's a really fair point. You you put it out there that you had the shots, not us. I did not. I, I was drinking. I was recreational drinking. You're stuttering. That means you're lying. Please stop. I mean, it's okay, friend. But you know what? I'll take another one. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Happy dick shot is empty. You see that? Okay, so that's two now. You got, you got two left. Two. No, actually it's three, but we'll do two. Because we do have we did have two a super chat before that. Right. So. There you go. See, 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 that means two, friend. Two left. Begrudgingly agreeing. In the words of Excalibur, you've got to give the people what they want. You know? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be fine. Don't worry, everyone. Get yourself something to eat, too, because you got to. That super chat was like protecting you, which is sweet. John, you don't have no snacks in there? Like, give him some chips or something. He needs something to snack on right now. What happens if he just takes these shots? I got to watch my figure. I have to watch my figure, so I'm only going to eat certain things. And look look at this. Look at this. We got got, uh, 400 rubies. Which is the equivalent of five dollars? Valabee's, uh, you know, making sure I know. He says this is about five dollars. I popped so much when uh, Stammy goes bet. If he wasn't like a real <laughs> guy, could have fallen apart months ago. Kate, you got way too many names. Uh, just go Sheila on us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sheila. Sheila. Okay, so let me, I don't know how to even explain what the fuck Alex and I do on Tuesday nights, but NXT isn't good, guys, and so, it's not, you know, it's, it's really bad, so, um, it's like part of a sandwich, it's like parts of the sandwich was good, and then other stuff was just really soggy or just nasty. This is like the, when you have cold cuts, and the edges of it are all, like, crusty and dried out and shitty, that is what NXT is in the sandwich. (laughs) Um, so Alex and I have just it's now a variety show more than a post show over there (laughs) and we have um like he does all these like weird impressions that people have asked for and there's now two original characters called linda and sheila but it is like the perfect um like if we did a karen you know a sheila is like very appropriate but right now i'm kirsten spelled (laughs) like a white girl would spell it so (laughs) (laughs) with a y instead of oh yeah 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 very appropriate, very appropriate right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, before Raw, though, uh, this week, they uh, the latest in Triple H's re-signing of former stars uh, started to gain reports. Fightful Select also reported that among names uh, pitched or discussed for a WWE return include Braun Strowman. Uh, before his release in 2021, <sighs> he had re-signed with WWE in 2019, landing a major seven-figure multi-year deal that has paled in comparison to some of the newer contracts WWE has handed out over the last year. He actually got uh, got released in 
2021 and uh he actually got down to the last few months of his deal and sources in wwe said that he played hardball with his during his negotiations in 2019 in the mm. year or so since leaving wwe fifa reports that his comments on independent wrestlers rubbed numerous talents the wrong way though at this point they weren't even sure he if he meant it or was doing it to garner heat other sources within wwe complimented Strowman for looking ring ready physically saying that he looks better now than when he was in WWE and since his release he's worked only eight matches with half of them being on control your narrative shows uh they Fightful not learned if how uh, negotiations have been or how far they've been and what specific pitches were involving him and people of influence in WWE would not confirm when asked by Fightful but also didn't also did not deny it in addition Fightful confirmed that Andrew Zarian's report that there is interest in the former Bronson Reed on WWE side Reed was heavily pushed during the end of the Triple H era of NXT and he had several looks on the main roster before being released in 2021 uh they haven't learned if anything beyond general interest has been put forth and on thursday pw insider reported that multiple wwe sources have confirmed that Strowman is scheduled to be at monday's wwe raw taping in kansas city on september 5th so any thoughts from everybody mm. on Braun Strowman returning to WWE? And does he have a real shot of kind of hitting his potential that was shown during the early part of his run on the main roster? Can they capture that Braun Strowman again, do you think, Chrissy? Um, Who gives a fuck? JJ, that's exactly how I really feel. When I heard this, I was like... Why, why, why are we doing this? Like, where are we going to put him? One, what is he going to go against Gunther? Like, we don't need him. Matter of fact, he goes, I don't, put him on NXT and go against the, um, the Encino man. I don't know. Encino man? man? You know, <laughs> the guy from it. Is that that movie with fucking uh, Emilio Estevez? Yeah, but who is Encino? Von Wagner. There you go. Jan, Jan Wagner. Get that him. Jan. Whatever his name is. But yeah, I mean, I can, I guess they want him to be with Raquel because that's his girlfriend or whatever. Um, but I, I, I'm here and there, but it doesn't matter to me. I don't care. Sorry. <laughs> so no one cares that Braun Strowman is coming back? No. I, I don't, I don't care. I, I don't care either. Don't worry. Don't worry at all. I, I wasn't um, even going to really talk about it, but since you want to talk, I really yeah, don't care, to be honest. I, I don't know where they would put him to be like, we have so much other wrestlers that we can like get before Braun Strowman. That's all I'm saying. If that That's makes sense. There you go. That's the one he won. Right. I don't see him going against Roman Reigns and beating him. No. Like I don't see like what what he would be doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, sorry, not sorry. If that makes sense. Sorry. This is fair. This is fair. Uh, in in. Kristen. <laughs> Yo, it was so weird logging back in and seeing like my name be that, and I was like, I gotta stay committed to the gimmick, though, you know. <laughs> oh man, sorry that. about that. Kirsten Dunn, Dun. shout to Kirsten Dunst. I love her. Did you do? Did you find her? One of them. Katie Vick. Back in the day, <laughs> one of many. Exactly. He just started naming names. <laughs> you know what's sad? You know, when I said her name, the first thing I thought of was Small Soldiers and old movies. <laughs> <laughs> Good movie. Yeah. Good movie. It was a great movie, actually. 
Good movie. Really good movie. Uh, one of other Triple H changes that's been going on is the return of first names, everyone. This, this is news, actually. Uh, Riddle is, is now Matt Riddle once again with Yay. WWE star getting his first name on Monday's Raw. Monday's episode saw Riddle uh, referred to as Matt Riddle during a promo segment with Seth Rollins. You know what? I'm done. You know what? <laughs> Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> Keep my wife's my ex-wife's name out your fucking mouth. Uh, according to the Resident Observer newsletter, the reason Riddle's name was dropped back in late 2020 was that WWE believed uh, fans that Google Matt Riddle would find articles from his MMA career that focus on his failed marijuana drug test with the stigma around marijuana changing and Riddle even making references to weed on a re- semi-regular basis. His entire, gimmick, his entire gimmick is that he smokes weed. Like, what the fuck? It's like, we don't want people to see this on the search, but we want... This is, de- this is de- that was definitely a big thing. Yeah, we're going to sell I thought it would be other <laughs> things. I thought it would be other things that you could do with Matt Riddle for that, that might be the reason why. <laughs> but this does make sense from WWE. Why this would be the reason why we don't want to Google search, but let's make 420 merch with him saying smoke that ass. Right, right, that that part. Let's have a segment with there you go. <laughs> but they, they say that's no longer a concern. What do you think about um, Matt Riddle getting his name back, as well as the reports that Austin Theory is getting his first name back, Kate? I think most people have a first and a last name. <laughs> it's a good idea. Look, I get it from a legality standpoint, too, of needing the clarity of differentiating somebody's real-life name versus a character name. Like, with the juggernaut that WWE is and all of the ways you use a character's name, I understand, like, having to give them a different name. Call Pete Dunn Butch is not it. Um, so... I think people having a first and last name is good. I think it makes them sound like human beings. As far as the riddle stuff goes, like that's hilarious of we don't we don't want people to know that he was a legitimate fighter and we definitely don't want crossover from another like combat sport leaking into our program is a weird thing. (laughs) I thought it would be, hey, there were these allegations that were responded to by his lawyer on CD label printer paper uh, that they didn't want being found out. (laughs) But apparently they don't want people to know that he's like a shoot fighting background as opposed to Ronda Rousey, where that's so championed. It's just a very, very odd yeah, thing. Brock Lesnar would bring up him being UFC champion all the damn time. Constantly. But there was a lot of things that didn't make sense at the end of that Vince era, so <laughs> not surprised. Yeah, but- keep the same energy. That's what they should be named. So did I be keep the same energy. Keep the- <laughs> C-T-K-S-E. They talk, they talk about Randy Couture on WWE more than they talk about Randy Couture on UFC. Because they, every time I see Brock Lesnar, and then he beat Randy Couture. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like Tyson Fury is going to Wales. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they will be ringside at the castle. That's <laughs> very yeah. similar. 
It's very collective with WWE, especially in that Vince era. But we're going to talk also what we missed this week. is Kate's favorite show, NXT 2.0. They did 676,000 viewers this week. The show featured Ricochet making his return to NXT to confront and challenge Carmelo Hayes for the (coughs) North American Championship. This is going to be a banger. We also saw the returns of Gunther. Finn Balor, Shayna Baszler, Rhea Ripley, Ciampa, and Butch, Pete Dunne, via video call to uh, motivate individuals in the two big title unification matches at Worlds Collide. Gallus- you know that, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know what NXT was like? You know when they had Power Rangers and like the old Power Rangers had left and then the new ones were there yeah. and then they all came Power back? They that's Power how. That's what NXT was yeah. about. You had Tommy... Come and you know you go and conf- Finn Balor going, which is Tommy, going confront um uh 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 Braun. Yeah, him, uh, the the Steiner <laughs> boy's son. Um, then then you have you know Shayna Baszler who maybe was I don't I don't even she was like Rita she was Rita basically and then she goes and you know she confronts the Pink Ranger or whatever you know what I'm saying what I'm saying like it was like really like. Well, oh, not more Rita. She's not a power ranger because she was because she's mean. So you can't call her a power because she's not good. She'd be like one of the evil the evil Zoras that fight the Megazords. There you go. We got people already debating you saying Finn Balor is not Tommy. <laughs> he's more like the freaking <laughs> Blue Ranger or some shit. Yeah, he's more like Billy. Billy. He's like he can't be Billy. Adam. How dare you guy? <laughs> Not the black guy, not Zach. It'd be Adam. Not right, exactly. You either gotta be Tommy or the Red Ranger. Jason, there you go. There Jason, you go. thank you. Bell says Jason. Yeah, there you go. Finish Jason, not Tommy. Okay, then who would we think is Tommy? Not Ricochet. Champa. Champa's Tommy. Champa would definitely be more of a Tommy. Yeah. Because right. remember, Tommy started off as a heel. Yeah. You're right. Okay, you're right. Okay. Fine, fine, fine. You're right. The, that's still the greatest storyline in Power Rangers history. I don't care what anybody says. Yes, it is. Evil, evil Tommy, evil the Tommy? Green Ranger, to, to, to then finally turn him babyface. <laughs> I mean, he's Tommaso Ciampa. He should be Tommy, right? Like, Tommy Chomps. There you go. There you go. There you go. That makes, <laughs> thank you, Kristen. We appreciate you so much. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Oh, we also had Gallus beat Diamond Mine in a six-man tag. Nikki ESH and Dewdrop made their returns to NXT to challenge Katana Chance and Kaden Carter for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships at Worlds Collide. It's been a film, but best to kind of fill the show with a bunch of big matches. What did you think over the last two weeks with the build-up to Worlds Collide, Kristen? <laughs> I almost didn't respond. <laughs> Chrissy's name is also like a crit. Um, I, you know what? I actually really liked the way that this last week went. I'm very excited for Carmelo Hayes and Ricochet. I think the women's tag situation is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, my only complaint is, I wish w- with all the cameos that they did, it was spread out over a little bit more time. Yeah, this felt more like brand supremacy than anything we've seen in a really long time. You had main roster people coming down saying better than Survivor Series, friends. Way better, way better because you also like Guther saying like you're fighting for not only 
NXT UK, but you're fighting for the future of NXT Europe was like really good stuff. Um, so I liked that they assigned weight to all of this. Like this felt very like I wish they had done stuff like this when instead of like this side has blue t-shirts and this side has red. <laughs> Why? That is brand supremacy. And also we're gonna have everybody cross over rosters anyway, it doesn't matter. So um, I feel like that build was very, very good. I think ring-wise, this will probably be really great. Uh, Miko Satamora being involved it makes things very, very interesting in the women's picture. I think Mandy's going to win by by pinning Blair Davenport, but like, I, it's, it's nice to feel like things are important and also have seeds of doubt. And that goes for the main roster, too. Like, right. I could see Shayna Baszler winning. I could also mm-hmm, see Liv Morgan mm-hmm. retaining. I could see Roman or Drew winning in the situation. So it's nice to not feel like it's so predictable, even when I have thoughts or inclinations about what might happen. Like the alternative is also realistically feels a lot more possible. So yeah. I think this is this has been good. Um, and I think it'll be healthy for NXT. And it won't be like the main event of Raw where the surprise uh, winner in any of those matches is not considered a disappointment. So that's the other good thing about the matches you mentioned for Clash and Worlds Collide. Both options are good. I I get it and that I think Sasha and Naomi are coming back and they don't want to make an important women's stable feel transitional. We would have forgiven you, Hunter. We would have forgiven you. And Aaliyah can't wrestle. I'm sorry, she's not good in the ring. Like, and she didn't even participate. They had a tag team match on the SmackDown before this. And she did one Luthez press on the outside and didn't do anything in the match. Right, because she was on in your own tag team match. What the hell are you doing? Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Disappointing, man. Disappointing. (laughs) People don't react to you in your hometown. You know there's an issue. Like, literally, I do a review with Dutch Mantel every week. And he's like... How does this person spend seven years at the performance center and didn't learn a thing? Dude, it's like <laughs> what's crazy she's is she's pretty. But like I'm sorry to say, and I I don't want to like the maker of LA. Like I um when you go back, I remember watching that breaking ground series, and like Bailey and Aaliyah were at the training center at the same time. And you look at where Bailey is, and you look at where Aaliyah is. And Bailey was the, had been there a couple years, but like you look at like what take Takeover Brooklyn was, which was around the same time, and where Lee is at. And I try really hard not to um, criticize talent. <laughs> I try really hard to criticize creative direction because my thing is, if you're trying, you're trying. So, um, but like at some point, you gotta <laughs> you gotta see, we gotta see some marked progress on television, right? Yeah. 100% agree with you there. Uh, unfortunately, we come to that time of what we miss where we have to talk about John's favorite show, NWA Whoa, 70, 74, Nights 1 and 2. Oh no, my internet again. Oh no. Why? <laughs> I have to go, guys. You want to hear this stat, Chrissy? Chrissy, no. you want to hear this stat? 31 matches over two days. From NWA. They had 14 Hi. matches on night one, 17 matches on night two. Uh, Camille beat Taya Valkyrie to retain the NWA Women's World Championship. Sayon, I got it right. That right. 
There you go. That's, that's <laughs> the NWA. I hate, that's one of the pay-per-views. I'm like, oh, why do I have to pick for these people? I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck is happening. Fair. Fair. Uh, you had Scion beat Jax Dane to win the NWA National Heavyweight Championship. Homicide defeated Kerry Morton to retain the NWA Junior Heavyweight title. You had Lala Rebellion beat Hawks Airy to win the vacant NWA World Tag Team Championships after Davey Boy Smith Jr. was unable to compete. Max the Impaler won the Burke Invitational to earn a shot at the NWA Women's World Championship. That would happen on night two. Uh, Camille defeated Maxia Paler to retain the NWA Women's World Championship, and uh, Trevor Murdoch beat Tyrus to retain the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. How is this the main event? That was the main event, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and the Fixers hmm. won the NWA US Tag Team titles in a battle royal. John, any, any positive words or encouragement for NWA after this two-night event? Uh, let me think about that. <laughs> um, I mean, they. I mean, I. I like that Scion one because I underneath the mask, it's Robert Anthony, and he's a really great uh, independent wrestler, uh, based out of here in Chicago. So, um, like I've I've stepped over his blood in the Logan Square Auditorium. Uh, so <laughs> I'm a big fan of Scion. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it was a. It was just. You guys can definitely get more of my thoughts on Dark Power, uh, where we cover uh, NWA Power on True Heel Heat. But it, it's just a it's just a situation where Billy is trying to do way too much of an of a nostalgia act, and <sighs> it backfires on him a lot when it comes to kind of building that audience because this is their this is their WrestleMania, and if they had two hundred people. At the chase in St. Louis, I would I would be surprised. Like they were like, and and it's really funny because um, one of the commentators, the commentary team, uh, Tim Storm is great, but they have Velvet Sky and Joe Galley, and Galley like over emphasizes everything, and so he'll he'll do the people are standing here in the in the in the in the chase, and they'll like cut to the crowd, and there are clearly empty seats, and it's like this is two hundred people, like what. Gally, you got to calm down. So it's like uh, it, it's a it's a bit it's kind of a you know I mean they're they're running shows they're making money I assume otherwise they wouldn't be so you know congratulations to them for that that's really the only thing I can say. I think it's so bold that you think Billy Corgan is making money. <laughs> I mean, it's it's either that or uh, those those Spotify checks for Smashing Pumpkins is keeping this company afloat. Jay, are you all right over there, friend? You look you look out of it, yo. All right, that was not. <laughs> he looks out of it over there. He's just very. He's just like looking up he's in the sky. He's still sober uh, for sure. Okay. Fingers crossed. Um, Impact <laughs> also was this past week. They had Matt Taven and Mike Bennett of the OGK. No, we can't. I'm sorry. We can't. I can't not talk about how much Tyra sucks real quick. We're going to give you the spotlight here. Yes. I would rather watch Aaliyah shit in a bucket than watch Tyra's <laughs> wrestle ever the fuck again. <laughs> and the idea, the idea that Billy Corgan thinks it's because of his politics, which suck, or the allegations against him, which are trash, and that is not his complete lack of in-ring ability to do anything, and that he is a main event talent. You had 30-plus mm. matches, and your main event had the punk of fucking dad 
got it. Okay, that's all. <sighs> this company had Ricky Starks. This company had Zicky Dice. This company had Thunder Rosa, and, and now it has Main Event Tyrus, who is the worst TV champion wrestling champion on wrestling television of all time. I would rather watch. I was gonna say I'd rather watch Disco Inferno do anything, but that's not true. No, no, I take that back. But my God, I don't understand why Billy Corgan hates wrestling and his own product. What are we doing? Like you didn't prove a point, except that everybody else was right about how bad you are at this. Like Tyrus is terrible. Like I, I don't understand. The, the, the funny, the funny part of it is that this week on Power they had a like a backstage interview with with Trevor, and Trevor's like trying to put over the that title match, and he's like, you know, it, it was what they said it was the Haas fight of the century. I was like, what century? Like, what are you, what are you, what are you talking about, buddy? Like, what is wrong with you? Who had and any positive things to say about it's, this? It's kind of funny because like Trevor Murdoch is. Actually, a serviceable wrestler he's in the in the no, 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 that's my that's what I'm saying. Like I'm saying, he, I'm not saying he's great. I'm saying he's serviceable. Like you can get a match out of him, but like it also depends on who you put him in the ring with. And he's the fact that the fact that this was supposed to be, it was originally Trevor Murdoch versus Nick Aldis, who had a good match last year at NWA 73, is absolutely batshit insane that he decided to pull Nick Aldis for a bullshit storyline reason that he came up with to just so he could put Tyrus in there. I put up a poll that was, who would you rather see in the main event? Robert O'Neill, who's hilarious on Twitter. A shoe. Just a shoe. Or Tyrus. <laughs> and Tyrus pulled 3%! 3% of people would rather see a fucking shoe in the main event of an NWA pay-per-view. And God bless What Robert kind O'Neill. of shoe, though? I didn't even is specify. It, guys, 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 guys. Like Omega in the main event. <laughs> <laughs> guys, we've reached our NWA limit. We have to move on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, Impact on Access TV had Matt Taven and Mike Bennett of the OGK defeat the Good Brothers to win the Impact World Tag Team titles. Yet Mickey James made her return and set down the the challenge for, for herself. She's another one, one that gets shot with age. At the Knockouts World Title. Did you or, one more shot? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I was gonna get to that one more shot uh, for you. Uh, one more shot at the Knockouts World Title, or if uh, she loses, she will retire. So basically, the Ric Flair 2008 uh, storyline from Mickey. Yes, Speedball Mike Bailey beat Kenny King after a restart to retain the X Division title as well. And you asked for more shots. Here you go, oh, uh, drunk not. guy. Yes, you did. Yeah, yes, yes, you did. Sure. Uh, is CM with the super chat donation saying, I already got one up to each. <laughs> <laughs> Shot time. Uh, Kate's name hasn't changed yet. See, we got that. Uh, we also got Bay Bay she with the super it. chat. Oh, we already read that one. I think, yeah, a couple of those are, are old, but that's okay. More just, just, in case, just, just in case just you didn't get that one. I don't make it home tonight. One last shot from, from me, cheers, says ALW. That's a $10 one, All so right, that's Alan, an inst instant buddy. shot. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. And look at this. We got a big one from uh, our good oh, friend, 
a gear friend Chase Oliver who says eighteen dollars, eighteen dollars super chat. Who That's says like a shot and a half. Stay Shit. hydrated. Like do like drink champs and just drink like half the cup. You know what I'm saying? Because once they're, they're oh, drunk, I ain't, no, I ain't no punk ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, take another one. Chase, right, Chase gave us eighteen dollars. Right, eighteen dollars. That should give you three right, right there. Chase, you when I find you, good brother. Chase your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you say you gonna, you hey, say you gonna, you're gonna chase you? Eighteen bucks, bro. Chase him, man. <laughs> there you go. And then we got another super chat donation here from Alan Weinstein, who says, uh, now here's the the, the real, real last, last round. round from me. Uh, and how you doing, Kaylee? Uh, you don't look like a Christian <laughs> anymore. There you go. Let's let's put I don't know what I'm looking at anymore. How about that? She's there, yeah, Kaylee. There you go. Kaylee, yes. Thanks for you. That that is that is how how they would spell it too. K Kaylee. Of course. <laughs> yes. 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 Oh, Jada Baszler. Oh, Rita. Rita Baszler. Rita Baszler. <laughs> <laughs> Rita ba <laughs> <laughs> Why is Tommaso Ciampa serving a look, though, in that moment? Right. He's definitely serving some face right there. He's serving look face and some greenery right there, yo. I love there it. you go. There you go. That I mean, was it was it was after, uh, after, after Tommy went face, but, you know, Ciampa said that Goldie was talking to him. White Ranger had a, oh. had a tiger. This is true. This oh. is. Well, did you spill some on here or something? Oh, I got the chill. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he drank, he oh drank so God. much, he's getting chills, y'all. Chills, man. Flashbacks. That's what it is. He's getting every, chills. Every, every, every THH before All Out when you guys are here. This is the rule now. That's it. <laughs> you, you always get this quality content. This is what you're here for. <laughs> Uh, and then the final thing, what we missed, I went to GCW, Black Label Pro, Four Cups uh, stuff last night. You had uh, Tom Lawler and Killer Kelly defeat Brian Alvarez and Billy Starks. You also had Speedball Mike Bailey defeat Kylie Ray. Uh Marco Stunt almost got murdered by uh, Shane Mercer, throwing it, throwing him into the crowd, Ooh. flipping him all over the place. Really good uh, stuff on that show. And uh, Ernest the Cat Miller. I got to record Somebody Call My Mama from she Ernest the Cat. Yes, coming out to that cool, song. Cool. So uh, that was a that was a highlight for me as a fan. <sighs> Yes, and John Moxley, the GCW World Champion, was there. He came out and confronted uh, Nick Gage ahead of their title versus career match coming up in October. Same day as Extreme Rules, too. Yes, man. but let's get into some WWE news with our news rundown. Keep those uh, those shot super chats coming in. Your comments for sure. We're gonna and the food ones. Those, yes, those and the food ones. Those food ones, mm -hmm. ones, those drink some water yeah, ones. That's, that's what I'm talking to you. See, you, you worry about my health. He's talking about shots. He's talking about food. I'm here for the entertainment. That's what I'm that's here for. That's not entertainment. <laughs> for us. When you, you, you had to carry a freaking body out the house, <laughs> I, uh, how entertained will you be? Josh, Josh said It's yeah, not drunk yeah. entertainment. It's pro drinking, guys. All right? Yeah. <laughs> that's all we're here for. Uh, yeah, WWE news this week. Several top WWE executives, including Stephanie McMahon, Nick Khan, and Triple H, have received raises. And Triple H is now the already 
content officer of the company. WWE issued a new SEC filing this week per uh, wrestling. Not wrestling. Not have Brandon no type Person. of um, budget cuts coming. No time soon, neither. <laughs> well, to be fair, they kind of already did that with NXT UK. They they didn't even have the budget cut. They cut. They budget cut a whole brand. Okay, fine. You're right. So, Hey, got to got to save that money so Triple H can get his raise. Everybody want Triple H to get a raise. Uh, they yeah. announced that, those raises as well as uh, different promotions for people within WWE. Uh, but like Triple H, he's bringing back a lot of old old talent. One of the talents that's been discussed during the week is the Good Brothers, who are now free agents after their Impact Wrestling contracts expired. A new report had details on that, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. The team is expected to work in New Japan Pro Wrestling now that the company is more open to foreign wrestlers than it was during the pandemic. This is not a big surprise, as Carl Anderson is the current and never open weight champion and having won the title back in June. The report notes that WWE has expressed interest in the team to potentially return, and while the team did make several interviews critical of the company back in 2020, it's possible that they could decide to go back if the money was good enough. Finn Balor recently said that he's confident that the two will eventually return to WWE, and the team also worked in AEW besides their run in Impact. Kate, do you think we're going to get a Bullet Club reunion part Seventy six at this point in WWE, and it can work under Triple H. That's the better. You question. think so? Uh, I'm not like the biggest, and it's nothing against them. It's just a, a matter of taste. Like the biggest Good Brothers fan in the world, I don't know if it works with like WWE main roster. But I would love for them to prove prove me wrong. Um. AJ Styles feels a little directionless right now, so it would be fun to have like that reunited. I think AJ Styles will have direction after this pay per view cycle, uh, regardless. Like I think he was just someone that that the reset button is coming a little bit later than some of the people we've seen so far. But um, prove me wrong. I would love it. I I don't think it's the fit, but I would love it. I would love it if they like. I'm all for people getting paid and being happy where they work. You know what I mean? So. If that's the route for them, that's awesome. I didn't like love their stuff in AEW. It, the sophomoric stuff got kind of old for me. Um, but New Japan is like where I've liked the iteration of who they are the most. So as a fan, yeah. that's what I want. But if if they want to get paid and go back to WWE, God bless them. <laughs> that's how I feel with the Good Brothers, and same with Jonah. I feel like they're better or presented in New Japan. I don't mm-hmm. know. Jonah. <laughs> I don't know where, where that came accomplished. from. Mission yes. accomplished. It's the it's 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 tequila talking now, friends. I love it. That's what happened. I love it. It's tequila time. Frantic Rawls says, look like drunk guy JJ is coming back. Yes, he's back. He's, he's a big team. We'll be gone after this weekend. Don't get you guys. Don't you guys get your hopes up. So the guy is... It's a, it's a thing. You like being sober, friend? Is that what it is? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like this no crooner. Eating, no alcohol. Mm-hmm. Just living a healthy lifestyle. One of those words. Got it. Wait, when did the forty k? That's a sin. That's a part of the. That's a part of vices. You know, people are sex addicts and sell drug addicts, alcoholics. This all goes into like one thing. Oh, so you feel like the, the alcohol makes you... Oh, wow. This is... Yeah, no, wait. Hold on. Stop. I, think I need to get to the root of this, friends. Uh, we may need to have... Jay Did that get dark? 
That's the no, we, oh, okay. Well, no. no. Let's say we may need to have you be Malachi Black's life coach. Right. That's what I'm saying. That exact. That's what I'm trying to get to. So, see what I'm saying? Like you, you, you know, you you understand what he's probably going through, so you can probably help him or coach him through yeah, life is, what life he needs is hard, help man. with. Life, life is life, life is, is life. Is life. So you yeah. don't want to you stop the drinking? <laughs> what did you say? Really what did he just say? <laughs> He said, he, oh, said, he said, he said, life, life is, life is life. I mean, I would think you know? that it would be, but okay. Like, <laughs> I just love the leap that we made from crooning Jonah, <laughs> like he's singing about Jonah. A life is life, man. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. I have no idea. Hey, hey. Life is indeed life. That, these are great quotes. Great quotes. <laughs> really you gotta put that in your Twitter bio. Yeah, life, <laughs> uh, life is life. Uh, WWE Raw has undergone a number of changes since Triple H took over, and according to Fightful Select, reports that several sources at USA Network and NBC Universal have spoke with WWE about the changes, which have led to an increase in the ratings and expressed happiness from the tweaks in the show. According to the report, one longtime employee that has worked with WWE for years said that the current ratings are more in line with what USA Network expected when. Raw's deal was extended, and they noted that the pandemic changed everything and never imagined that Raw would drop below 2 million viewers, particularly on a consistent basis. That source was quoted as saying, the following weeks will be the real test, but the results from the first Monday had me personally very excited. Another source at Universal who said that they stay more on top of wrestling than others said that they didn't expect each drastic change as it has been seen, but that uh, you can't argue with the new buzz around Raw. They also expect SmackDown's ratings on Fox to increase as well. And one source at USA Network said that they've seen the show more as appointment viewing as of late and that it felt more natural than it has. They added that there's more talk about Raw at the network than at any point since their new rights deal. And another mm. long a longtime USA Network employee noted that the relationship between the network and WWE has always been very easygoing, and, but added that many people in USA were happy to see the new creative changes and would be surprised if USA didn't try to renew WWE programming when negotiations begin next year. Chrissy, you've been critical of Raw in the past. Do you think that it's now something that you have to watch live on Mondays with all the surprise returns and all the interesting stuff they got going on under Triple H? Um, I don't know if I have to watch them live per se. I mean, between you know watching our watch-alongs and things like that, I don't have to watch them live. But, you know, it's great to see them, you know, see what happens. It's great, cool. Um, I'm, I'm happy with the direction that it's going and I hope that they can do that for SmackDown because SmackDown was like a shit show. Um, and <laughs> I mean, Raw has always been the A show, but I felt like even at one time I felt like SmackDown was like that A show. So for that, with that being said, I feel like the direction of like put, put all your love and care into SmackDown right now because that's who really is suffering. Yeah, you can't say I, anything I mean, about NXT, so... I've been, I've been saying this for weeks, though, that SmackDown is like, has a cup to Triple H. Like, can we get the one one return? Right. Can we get somebody where we can get a Johnny Gargano? 
We can't get a Dexter Loomis. Can't get a Dakota Kai. Oh, we can get the Hit Row. We can get De Destiny's Child with no Beyonce. Okay, with no cool. Beyonce. Right, you give us like the like again. You give us the leftovers. You know what I'm saying? Like you know the people the the house people have already eaten out of the people outside. Got to get you know eat, get the leftovers. This whole company is just ex WWE guys. That's been my narrative of things. Like <laughs> WWE is just a bunch of WWE rejects at this point. You know what I mean? What are they gonna do when the pops run out? But uh, I think my guess is they're thinking. Though I, I agree. Raw is by far the strongest show, and of course I cover NXT and SmackDown. So fuck me. But right. I uh, <laughs> exactly see that's what I'm saying. I cover SmackDown. It's just well, I haven't did it in a while because he's been on leave. But still, nevertheless, it's just like. It's just been a shit not show good. of a show. Yeah, my, my, my thinking is they have Roman and the title on SmackDown. And so all the pops on the the Raw side have been to make USA happy with, you know, the title primarily is on SmackDown, but we do have star power here. Oh, and like it's they only have the US title because the IC title is on, on SmackDown, too. So I think my guess is Raw has been so pop heavy because you have the most important guy in the company and the world championship on uh on smackdown but it is funny how the three-hour program is kicking the shit out of a two-hour program right now like i didn't think we would see that and and that's so, really really been the case uh -huh. so yeah it's all the exciting stuff is happening on raw and it does feel now more than ever i had to watch it live which is Really tough when his show starts at 1 a.m. when I was in the UK. I just yeah. say that <laughs> I would make it to hour three and then I would go to sleep and wake up in the morning and watch hour. <laughs> That's what I would usually do. Uh, but speaking of a show that uh has three hours of programming throughout the week, uh, AEW and a big AEW news from this week. Uh, this is one I'm sure I'm gonna get the, the thoughts of the ladies. I'm gonna save the best for last is the thoughts from the ladies on this, but let's talk about Tony's Khan's most controversial comment from the oh latest God. media call, uh, in the last few months. CM Punk and Thunder Rosa. I might have to take a shot with, J with JJ for this. <laughs> <laughs> Both went down, uh, with injuries during their reigns as AEW world champion and women's world champion respectively but while CM Punk announced his injury in the ring on AEW Rampage receiving around eight minutes to cut a promo in person Rosa was given less than a minute in a backstage interview with Tony Schiavone on an episode of Dynamite when asked about the disparity, AEW CEO Tony Khan was blunt about the difference in time. I, uh, Rosa and Punk got when announcing their injuries. He said, and I quote, I give the interview the TV time based on what I believe is going to draw the most ratings. If is you that right? have an honest opinion on an eight minute Thunder, Thunder Rosa promo versus an eight minute CM Punk promo, then you're going to get an honest answer. And I think the eight minute CM Punk promo is probably going to do a better rating to come out and do a live eight minute promo. I'm not sure that would have been good for the television show, to be honest with you. Uh, for a trauma show? No. He lying. He dead ass lying. No, that... that See, y'all yeah, making me bullshit. do. Y'all yeah, yeah, trying to make me go. <laughs> I swear, I'm really not trying to go there because this shit right here. Now, and I'm trying to refrain from saying the word, but I can't right now. That was, that was corny on his part. Was right, corny. like, like, don't say. 
Somebody please get a hold of his hand, his phone. You and the, your friends, you need your, your 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 good friends to check on you because yeah, what you're doing right lady. now is not cool at all. You invested enough of her to be right. So if Scott, so if something's going wrong, you don't just you don't shit on her like that. You know, if you made her the be for a reason. No matter how you feel, that's the the best rate or whatever. You're now you're you're talking like a fucking mark, and this is why you call you a fucking mark because you say shit like that. You give her her time. Let her say what you got to say. She's the champion. And then she's still the champion. She's, it's an you're still champion. the champion. Then you don't well, even give her the respect. That. Like, let her do it in the ring. You make her do it backstage with, hey, with uh, Tony. It. It's like such a shit show. Like, you don't give this woman yeah. any kind of fucking respect. But let that have been Britt fucking Baker. The Charlotte Flair of AEW. Let that shit have had flying there. And she would have had stars and stripes and this and this and that. It's just so unfair. I'm sorry. It's so unfair. Um, you fucking mark. That's, every I, time I hear some a, a stupid ass Tony Khan comment, I, that's all that plays in my head. MJF calling him a fucking mark. I am. Um, I'm really glad he said it because now I don't have to connect dots for people. I don't have to infer shit for people. He went out there and he buried his own women's champion. He flat out told you he doesn't care about women's wrestling. And I um, have known that all along because tell me CM Punk would have his first promo be getting interrupted and hit in the face with cake and told back to go to told to go back to Mexico. Tell me it doesn't have to do with the creative direction of your women's division, Tony Khan, because that is the biggest load of crap I have ever heard. How are women supposed to be draws when you give them seven minutes at 930 and a segment that you know goes to picture in picture and a full commercial cutaway? Yeah, what? Like, and you're going to say like they can't times. get over. At least three times. I, I just, it, it boggles my mind because Thunder Rosa was white hot in every arena she went into and you gave her the strap and you halted her momentum by doing that. That is only on you as every creative. Every week you halted her momentum. Every week. Every for God's week. sake, like, to pretend, if you have the slightest bit of media training, by the way, and I mean the slightest, I'm a publicist, like, as a shoot job. If you have the slightest bit know. of media training and somebody puts you in an either or situation, the way you take control of that situation is to get yourself out of the either or. To say anybody can draw, man or woman, like CM Punk, is ridiculous. There right. is a happy medium between eight minutes at the beginning of your Rampage episode yep. and less than a minute backstage for your women's champion. But you yeah. got Billy Gunn on my TV in 2022. Like, you can't put that segment on Rampage instead of one of your fucking million, like, squash matches or getting Parker Bordeaux on my television. Like, get out of here with that, man. It's it's the biggest load of crap. And I've heard every excuse, including stuff like this. Like, I would have rather him say something like, I really didn't know what to do. I didn't know what direction I should have pushed her in. God I would have rather you say I was wrong. Like, right. say you were fucking wrong because you're just wrong. say that. I would rather you admit that you didn't know what the fuck you were doing. Like, the, the wheels the wheels in his thought process don't start going until like two After paragraphs of a question off? in because yeah. he did go on to say that he found out too late and didn't have time to fit it in. If he just would have stuck to that, 
That nah, would have been much not, better than what he said. I'm not even buying that part, though. No, SP, that's really like a, a crock of shit. But at least you know you're what? not... This is, like he said, this is a blatant burying of Thunder Rosa. No one's going to draw more than an eight-minute CM Punk promo. He could have said that. No <laughs> one's going to draw more. It's a CM Punk. You're the biggest star. Why did you have to bury Thunder Rosa? And it, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy of, like, like, you, like you both said, you always put the women in the same position, a position where it's kind of like the bathroom break, and you make it feel like that, and you make it feel like you don't care about the women's division, that you have one match, and you don't mention a woman for an hour and a half of your two-hour show, and then they come out, and then they're treated with the with the pitcher-in-pitcher break. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy prophecy of no eight minute promo from any woman is going to draw more than CM Punk because you treat CM Punk like an actual star and you don't treat the women like they even matter. But yeah, the Q-T problem Marshall with what you a, said a, a match on Rampage live. But that like they wanted they wanted the go home from that to be Hobbs beating up Ricky Stark. So I get that because that's a really fun thing to go home on. But at the same time, there's a distinction between the problem with what he said and the problem of how he yeah. views the women's division. Had he said, um, you know, I found out late and I didn't really know what to do. I guarantee you if they found out eight minutes before the show that CM Punk wasn't cleared to wrestle, they still would have at least sent him down to the fucking ring. That's not an excuse either. So what he said was atrocious, but there's a much bigger issue here, which is how he views his own women's division. And I'm sick of every excuse that I've heard. And from I would not be be surprised if when her contract is up, Rosa... Decides to leave. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's definitely going. She's not staying in. She, she can't stand Britt Baker. She can't stand what t- Tony does not listen. She's trying to give direction. She's trying to help this division, and he won't let her. So I'm going to take my shit to, to South Beach, and I'm going to fucking leave. Yeah. I just don't understand that part. The good litmus test to me is if it was reversed, Period. would you think this was fair? If you treated the men like this, would you think this was fair? And the answer, of course, is absolute not. There seems to be this idea that female wrestling fans are some mythical unicorn and you have to treat women's wrestling differently. We just want to see kick-ass women kick other women's asses. Like, that's it. We don't need special storylines that feel like drama. We don't need reality television shows. We just want to see the same shit and the same playbooks that you run out there with the men being done for women. Diamante has been working there for three years and hasn't gotten the graphic. She's not signed. But you have the money for Parker Boudreaux. You have it for two dimes. Zach Clayton is apparently working there full time. So I don't want to hear about the hiring bullshit anymore because where's my Willow Nightingale graphic? Like, there's just so many excuses that are being made. And it is since day one, been the biggest criticism of your company. And it's the thing you refuse to fix the least. I will never understand it because the talent is there now. They're not all too green. Ruby Soho being on my screen shouldn't feel like a treat. I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Yeah. And, and, you know, to your point about the idea of, of female wrestling fans being a myth, when I, I, I watch dynamite weekly with my fiance outside of the top, like the top, top stars, the Moxleys, the Omegas, the Punks, and a couple people that she likes, her eyes will always be glued to any women's segment that ever happens on Dynamite. I watch Dynamite with my fiance too, yeah, so I understand. Yeah, I know he likes. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, sorry, Rosa, I I, 
I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I apologize. I really, I'm so sorry. Rosa did put out a tweet. If you want to go, if you want to, I'll help you go ring shopping, friend. You want to go buy her ring? Let's go. I'm with you, friend. Let's do that. Um, Rosa did put out a tweet. You want love back. I know it. You want to be loved. It's all right. A tweet where she quoted uh, Owen Hart saying that it's time for a change. So, uh, I don't know. It's very weird timing. Like when Triple H had a bad ending to Raw and Tony Khan put out a That's tweet. Exactly. It's, a, it, it's always, always very convenient timing when people put out tweets like that. So we don't know if that means that Thunder Rosa... A bitter, ex, a bitter ex-girlfriend every time something go wrong. Yeah, you see? That's why you should have stayed with me. That's why you see what you happens when you leave me? Mm, they wanted to make Thunder Rosa a referee in WWE. I'm hoping yeah. it means a heel turn. <laughs> but like... Thank you, thank you, Kate. Because I was like, I see a bunch of people like, oh, maybe it, that means that she's going to WWE. I, I don't nah, think that's the, the best solution for her. No. Hey, it's not always going to the ops. Yeah, like, like, like no. And, and the thing is, the, the crazy thing is, is that when you think about it, if that's what WWE wanted for her, all you really have to do to make her happy is do the bare minimum. Because WWE wasn't even willing to do that for Thunder Rosa. Oh, mm-hmm. keep her happy. It's it's pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward. It's just um, if someone got themselves over and you giving them the title halts their like momentum, that's on you. That's not on the performer. She proved she could get over. She was over as hell. Giving her the title shouldn't be something that is an anchor. And I'll say this, though, too. They have a propensity, men and women, to put way more value in the chase than in the rain. Like yeah, we've yeah. we've seen that a lot. So I think that happened with Adam Page. I think that's happened with Wardlow. Like that is not female specific, but it is also happening with with the women for sure. Yeah, they they it seems like they care more about building the people up for the title. And then when they add the title, they're like, oh the work here's done. Let's let's work on something. Right. Like we gave them the title now that we can go get it to another person. <laughs> yep. Uh, some good news. There's good news with AEW uh, backstage. Uh, Sammy yeah. Guevara and Eddie Kingston have reportedly squashed their beef ahead of hey, last. Good news. I want to see them fight, man. That's basically what you're saying. <laughs> ahead of Wednesday's <laughs> AEW Dynamite, both uh, Fightful Select and PW Insider reported that the two spoke before uh, Dynamite and resolved their issues. Uh, according to the reports, Kingston and Guevara met backstage before Dynamite and had a conversation, shaking hands and agreeing to move, agreeing to move past the their issues. PW Insider notes that the two apologized for their issues, which took place over the last several weeks. And one source noted that Kingston accepted full responsibility and said they think the two are smart enough to make money off of the matter and work with one another, adding that they didn't believe it ever got so bad that they wouldn't have uh, to be able to do that. So maybe we still get this. I don't know. Maybe in uh, Grand Slam. I wanted Kingston versus Punk at Grand Slam, but maybe we get Kingston versus Guevara in in Eddie's hometown of New York. Uh, I want Eddie and Punk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm interested in an Eddie Sammy program if they choose to go back to it. But for Arthur Ashe, I I want I want Eddie and Punk. You want Arthur Mm Ashe? I am. I'm Lydia, let's go. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
I'm making you shots there too. How about that? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, oh, oh we, this is gonna be Liddy. <laughs> life is life. Yes, life is life. that's it. <laughs> Great job. Our producer is on point today. On point. Oh, you did that nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, as we discussed last week, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery is said to have sent the memo to AEW regarding toning down the language, and some fans have already noticed that. Uh, a Steel ended so up dropping an F-bomb <laughs> during his segment with CM Punk and BW Insider had an update on the fallout. According to the report, AEW talents were informed today and after the segment, Steele immediately returned backstage and took responsibility for saying the word on the air and Steele agreed to pay a fine for using the word and has uh, paid it already. Steele's fine for the era will be donated to a charity and AEW's communication on the issue reportedly praised Steele for taking immediate action as an example on how to deal with errors and accept responsibility for when an error might occur. And speaking of WBD, TNT and TBS have, are under new ownership due to the Warner Brothers Discovery's merger and new details have came out regarding that. Uh, the WBD CEO David uh, Zasloff has been shaking up the existing structures in order to make the new company profitable. And there's been a lot of controversial moves considering the canceling of the uh, Batgirl movie, as well as several shows on HBO Max. According to the report earlier this week from Business Insider, Zasloff is prioritizing T TBS and TNT and is considering putting repeats of HBO and HBO Max series on the networks as well such as The Sopranos, The Flight Attendant, Hacks, Secession, and the like. TBS has already begun experimenting with this, having aired the first seasons of Flight Attendant and Titans before the new seasons of each premiere on HBO Max. So it's kind of shuffling and a weird time to be doing that because AEW is going into their contract year next year. Uh, do you think that we are, we're going to hear the end of F-bombs and shit bombs and bitches and all this stuff? That we usually hear from AEW now, Chrissy saying no. I hope not. I love that shit. Keep it coming. <laughs> Fuck it all. Cool. F it. Do it all. I want you to keep saying that shit. I kind of wish they had intervened when Dan Lambert was calling Ty Mello a whore every week. That is far uh, more offensive to me than somebody saying the S word. But um, for the the purposes of maintaining their their audience and their ratings, I'm sure. Like, I think we will have it turned down a little bit. I I think A Steel just was in a really organic moment and just said what he said. So good for him on taking it. Um, I would be surprised if CM Punk isn't Venmoing him right now for that that uh, <laughs> fine. But he, he's um, like he's like here's the money I saved, not paying for Cole Cabana's lawyer. There you right. go. <laughs> It over right now. Sending it over right now. <laughs> I'll send it over Venmo. There you real quick. Uh and not only does the East Coast get Grand Slam coming up in a few weeks, we're also going to get full gear. As uh, Fightful Select has reported, the show is expected to take place in Newark, New Jersey. And while a date is not official, the eternal listing is for Saturday, November 19th. So 
East Coast. We get something. See, Romeo's happy in the background. He says Chicago gets everything. <laughs> we're getting we're getting two big shows. Yeah, Dynamite Philly the week after Grand Slams. Come on. Yeah, in Atlantic City oh, too. We've we've gotten a we got a lot. We've gotten Grand Slam. We're we've gotten City. Newark. We've got Long Island. We've got um we've gotten a lot over here. But it does seem like every pay per view defaults to Chicago. This not selling out might be the indicator that maybe we've got back to this well a little bit too <laughs> too many yeah. times. But. There was a lot of empty seats at Rampage yesterday, okay. so I, I think wow. they might be able to pull out and get a, a close to a sellout for for All Out this year, but I, I didn't think it was a wise decision running All Out that close after Forbidden Door. And All Out's supposed to be a bigger show. So shouldn't that be at United Center, too? So well, yes. we got a fucking main event announced freaking four days before the pay-per-view. And it's not really going to help you. Tony Khan! This is also on you! Because you can stop this! <laughs> that is an excellent pull from an excellent promo. Yes! One of my favorite Eddie <laughs> Kingston for a while. And just just in case you didn't think we had interesting news, like with the WWE news, here is Triple H's comments oh. from his latest interview with Ariel Owani of BT Sports. Uh, he talked about NXT and AEW going head-to-head on Wednesday nights and how AEW beat NXT, leading to NXT moving to Tuesday nights. And Triple H did not pull any punches on if... Uh, NXT was under pressure to beat AEW. He said, and I quote, no, no. People put so much uh, pressure on this competitive war, quote unquote. It never was that. First of all, they beat our developmental system. Good for he them. Lying. He lying. He, he's stupid for saying that shit out loud. Why the fuck you lying? <laughs> yeah, Dave, thank, thank you. you lying, tell him, tell him, JJ. No wonder, no wonder he's he's bringing Braun Strowman back. He he likes exactly. All right. There you go. Uh, he says there was that. In what fucking reality? There was never pressure of you have to beat them. It was never that. It was put on the best product we could. It shifted over time during the pandemic. All of that shifted. The opportunity truly was when you look at a lot of the stars that have come through that system that had either started from zero or had very little exposure anywhere and then became massive stars with us. It's so many people. We had lost uh, the ability to take those people and groom them from the ground up. We really had. It's the biggest change that's out there. Uh, in response to that, Chris Jericho, who can always be resp- uh, count on to respond, said in an interview with our good friend Alex McCarthy of Inside the Ropes, uh, talking about Triple H's comments and responded, well, I mean, once again, it is just changing the narrative and changing history, which makes me laugh because when it started, it was not developmental. It was the third brand. And it's not a sprint. It's a marathon and all that other bullshit that they said. So, of course, we beat the developmental or whatever you want to call it. Who gives a shit? It's such old news, and the show sucks. NXT sucks. It's not a good show, and they know it. And whether they were punished or not, they probably were. He chose violence. He chose violence. I love it. It's fine. Yeah, he did. He says they probably were punished. That's uh, probably why Triple H said those things, because he is angry that we beat them. So. And he said it with a straight face, too. Like, you know, he was like, he wanted to laugh, but he also said, well, 
you know, they only beat our developmental. Like, no, friend. Like, they beat that third brand that y'all clearly wanted on this day at this time slot. Hold on. I'm about to cut you off, Chrissy. The developmental brand that beat Raw and SmackDown at Survivor Series. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. I forgot all about that one. Yeah. So much for developmental brand. Right. Okay. I see people in the chat shouting out Ariel Hawani, which they should. What a, what an incredible interviewer. I feel like I'm always getting something out of or learning new information in his interviews. Like he's really, mm -hmm. really, really good at this. I Triple H is working. Workers work. I got I got yes. no problem Absolutely. with any of this. Absolutely, yes. People got he's receipts, being of a course. Troll. He's being a troll. He's being a troll. I think if he wasn't threatened by AEW, maybe he would not be tampering with people's contracts so much. <laughs> maybe period. Like the Troll city girls. <laughs> or or Worlds Collide wouldn't be on tomorrow. I don't think if he if he wasn't intimidated Hello? by AEW. Hello. Hello? Hello? Yeah, this this uh it's it's funny. It's just funny. I, I love all this stuff. It's it's great, it's great for the it's great for it's great. It's, I say, it's great for it makes everyone watches watch the brand, it makes people tune in to see what fuck boy shit is gonna happen next. It's great, it's great for TV. So it's it's awesome. also the guy that you know decided to show up at Nitro. They thought it was a good idea to invade Nitro in 1998. So I don't expect <laughs> that. Chances yeah, are petty. That's true. Chances are very petty. But this, you're 100% right, uh, Kate, as well as the people in the chat. Ariel Wani has two of the interviews that might be talked about the most. This one with Triple H. And then people tend to forget he had the interview with MJF that started all of the MJF stories that's behind this. That's true. I forgot all about that. Damn. Yep. So Ariel Ariel Wani is doing great work with his interviews. Uh, we got to send our best and our best wishes to Joe Doring this week. He's stepping away from the ring and Impact announced that Doring's brain cancer had returned. Impact announced on Tuesday that the Violent by Design member is stepping away from competition due to his brain cancer, returning after six years in remission. Doring is set to undergo surgery in the coming weeks. Uh, Violent by Design, it looks like they're going to be going there own ways as well on this week's Impact Wrestling on Thursday night. Uh, the group had a backstage segment where Eric Young said Doring had his own path to walk and then said he was going to uh, go his own way. When Diener asked if Young was leaving him, Young said he was leaving and it was up to Diener if he wanted to follow. And Impact Wrestling released a new shirt to support Joe Doring, uh, saying Impact Wrestling star Joe Doring is stepping away. The 40-year-old is battling uh, brain casters six years ago and he has he has informed impact wrestling management that it has returned 100 of the proceeds from the shirt will go directly to doring so definitely best wishes for uh joe doring and a speedy recovery hopefully we see him back in the ring in the years to come but more importantly his health at the end of the day so yeah all right but we gotta close off the show with some predictions. There's a bunch of big shows this week. We're about an hour away from Clash at less the Castle. Uh, less than an hour away. So let's do the predictions for that. Let us know in the live chat what you think is going to go down at all the big shows. Clash at the Castle, All Out, Worlds Collide, even GCW tonight. Let us know in the live chat. And of course, Super Chat donations because there's still some of this bottle left for... <laughs> Finish off. I'll even snort blow on camera if you guys. All right. Whoa, he lying. Whoa. I'm just going to pay up for that, I'm man. That's, that's, 
fifty dollar yeah. super chats, I think, and higher, man. He's he, he trying to get us. <laughs> trying to get, He's trying to get us shut down. Don't listen. Don't listen. To, don't listen. To, don't, matter of fact, see if he was on the screen with us, I'd tell you to take him off the screen. Don't do that. See, you trying to get us off. the Do it on camera, live on YouTube, though. I wouldn't do it on camera. I'll just put my head down and be like, "Woo!" He's trying to get us demonetized, y'all. Uh, WWE Clash at the Castle. That in Cardiff is about to start, so let's go through the matches on this card. You got Edge and Ray, and Ray Mysterio versus the Judgment Day. Edge returned at SummerSlam. Uh, the Judgment Day has been feuding with Mysterio and Dominic for the last few months. Uh, Dominic has kind of been dominated by Rhea Ripley, so he's not in this. And we got the former WWE Tag Team Champions, Edge and Rey Mysterio, reuniting against Finn Balor and Damian Priest here. Kate, who you got? Um, I think you got to give it to Edge and Mysterio. I I want more for Finn Balor, but it's the first show in the UK in 30 years. You got two legends that are active. I think uh, that's going to be the way to go here. Who you got, Stat King? I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. Could you, uh, Romeo, could you put the graphic back up, though? What the fuck is wrong with Priest's face? Yes, I was saying it's <laughs> He looks like one of the dragons from House of Dragon. <laughs> oh, well, they are there, the <laughs> there you go. Clash at the castle. But yeah, I'll go with uh, Edge and Edge Mysterio. Who you got? That's Jeff? what that's Come what Priest looks like. <laughs> you already know, pal. The rated R God and Ray Mysterio. And Chrissy, who you got? I hate to um, go against my boo, but unfortunately, he was going to lose in on his on his side of the world, back home. I'm going with uh, Edge and uh, Mysterio. I, I really want to go with Edge and Mysterio because I was so disappointed. Judgment Day lost at SummerSlam, but I agree with Kate. They they need the win more, and I usually that's my. I do. For WWE, whoever needs to win more is who I'm going to go with. So I'll go with you. Must have had a really <laughs> frustrating I'll past two years. <laughs> you know what? I'll be looking for Ray takes the pin. Edge is not going to take the pin. Yeah, Ray, Ray can take the pin. It's fine. You'll be fine, Ray. Uh, this one got very personal on Monday Night Raw, like we talked about earlier. You got Matt Riddle going up against Seth freaking Rollins. These two men were supposed to go at it at SummerSlam, but the match got scrapped. They've been uh, getting into brawls every week. We had the fantastic sit-down interview between the two men on Monday's Raw. So who's going to take this one, Riddle or Rollins, Chrissy? I'm going uh, Rollins. Who you got, Kate? This is tough because I feel like they both need wins and big spots. Yes. Both, yeah. both of them have lost a lot, but just gut instinct, I, I go with Rollins too. Who you got, Stacking? Rollins. Drunk guy? Rollins. Yep. Rollins, Rollins for me as well. I feel like he, he's only won by disqualification on a and major that, event this year. Nice and fast either. Yeah. This feud definitely continues. Yeah. Yeah, like it's a, it, this, this seems like it's going to be another WWE trilogy yeah. situation, and you can't have the the face win the first match. So, unless you're Cody Rhodes, uh, yes, uh, I think I think they're going to do maybe like a fight pit or something at Extreme Rules. That's like the best idea. <laughs> yeah, them up. So that's definitely fighting words. Yeah. It's not yeah. wrestling words. Not right. Yeah, no lockups, please. <laughs> uh, we got a trios women's matchup on the card as it's going to be Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky Damage Control versus Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and 
Asuka, Bailey returned at SummerSlam and aligned with NXT alumni Dakota Kai and EO Sky. While Bianca Belair was on the opposite end, they took out the other person, Becky Lynch, who had the injured shoulder after SummerSlam. They also attacked Asuka and Alexa Bliss, which formed the babyface trio to go up against them. EO and uh, Dakota defeated Alexa and Asuka in the WWE Women's Tag Team title tournament, but of course, they got involved and took uh, Bailey out of commission. So they lost in the finals, but who wins here in this trios women's matchup, Kate? It better be the heels after. I'm about to say, better be the heels. Yes, (laughs) better be the heels, and and I think it will be. I think yes, I definitely think the heels. I think um, maybe Bliss might take the pin. Yeah, that's what I feel like. She should take the pin more than the other two. Um, But yeah, the heels definitely have to win, especially they lost the tag team title match, like. What 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 did we put our money behind them for? True, true. I'm yeah, I'm going with damage control easily in this one. Drunk guy. 100%, yeah, damage control. Everyone damage control. That's what I like to hear. This one. Yeah, we got a lot of hills winning, man. We gotta switch this up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this this is how they book things. Uh the Intercontinental Championship is gonna be up for grabs as yeah, Gunther. Yes, gonna be Gunther good. versus <laughs> Sheamus. I think Sheamus will be the baby face in this matchup. Sheamus won the shot in a fatal five-way on SmackDown. This one is one of the matches everybody's looking forward to mm-hmm. from this weekend. I'm going with Gunther in this one. Yeah, Drunk guy, mm-hmm. stacking the, fa- the fans. No, Gunther. Okay, Katja is the fans. Definitely Gunther winning here, but I think yes. uh, this will be the match of the pay per view. Chrissy, um, yes, I don't see Sheamus winning, but I feel like he will be the the one that is the wrestler of the match. Um, but yes, uh, Gunther, aka Volta, will win. Can we change his name, please? Jesus Christ. We doing name changes. Why we ain't doing the obvious one? This he, one. he likes his name. He likes it. He's like I'm Americanized now. Baby, he didn't he didn't even he didn't even need the makeup as Hikaru Shida to That's be right. Americanized. So, you know. <laughs> That's a sad. <laughs> Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship up for grabs. It's going to be Liv Morgan going up against Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler won a gauntlet to earn this opportunity. Uh, uh, Liv Morgan's coming in with a bad arm after the matchup with Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam. Does Shayna take the arm and take the SmackDown Women's Championship? Or will Triple H show some love to Liv Morgan finally for the first time uh, as SmackDown Women's Champion? Stacking, who you got? Uh, live. I, I don't really care about this one. <laughs> this oh. guy. Do I have to choose? Yes. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll choose uh, live. Only because now that Rousey's suspension is lifted. So, yeah. Chrissy? I think Shayna should win. She would be the better for the Ronda and, you know, that whole story to go further. Um, because they haven't really done anything for Liv. Liv won. You got it. You got the, the title. You got it for like 40 days. Great. You got that underneath your belt. Now we can go and move on to the next person. Kate. I felt like it was obvious that it was gonna be Liv until I found out that I guess she's gonna be filming something soon. Ooh. So that kind of makes it interesting. This one I actually feel like could go either way, but I'm gonna stick with Liv and I think Somehow we end up with Shayna and Rousey coming out of that, which I think is a, a very healthy consequence. I've been really liking this Shayna Baszler rehab that we're seeing, though. It makes me very, very happy that she feels important again. 
Yes, I'm hoping that continues and they continue the story with uh, Rousey and her. But I think Liv Morgan kind of has to win because she's just been booked so poorly since yeah. H has gone into power. This is like the only thing he has done wrong in his uh, regime so far. But the most interesting match to predict on this card is, of course, the main event. Undisputed WWE Universal Championship is going to be on the line as it's going to be Roman Reigns going up against the UK's own Drew McIntyre. McIntyre defeated Sheamus in the Irish Donnybrook match to earn this opportunity. He has been hunting down Roman what seems like forever since their last match as Summer uh, Survivor Series 2020. And now we are here in the UK, the event that Drew pushed for. Does he win the big one or does Roman Reigns' two year run continue? Who you got, Kate? So, this is tough because there's a good scenario and then there's a nightmare scenario. And I'll run through them both with you. I'm going to say Drew, and I think Drew has a, an abbreviated reign that eventually gets handed off to Karrion Cross. Why? The, the nightmare. I think that's why. It's been, I think they're going to push Karrion Cross to the moon because you're going to have Vince's chosen one versus Triple H's chosen one. Um, I think that's why Karrion Cross has been fucking with both Roman and Drew. I think that's what we're leading to. The nightmare scenario is Roman retains because Tyson Fury interferes and costs Drew because Tyson Fury and Drew have wanted to fight each other and... As my co-host yesterday, Alex Pulaski, pointed out, they would love... They would love... How did you put that in my head? (laughs) (laughs) They would love... I mean, I prefer that scenario than the other one, but okay. Look, they they gave me Raquel and uh, Aaliyah as tag champs, so I'm not above them ruining my life with this. Um, but and I they would True. love to do they would love to do Drew and Tyson Fury at Sands of Time. I think I I think they would consider that like <laughs> a <great mark>. <laughs> <laughs> at Sands of Time. That took me a second. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. There you go. I I just call it sweet. Hello. <laughs> Absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised if someone Why is Tyson Fury there? You know what I mean? Right. That bar's back in Kansas City. They're not running more shows over there. So what the hell is, is Tyson Fury doing in Wales? I don't know. Oh boy. Uh Chrissy, who you got? Roman or Drew? I got my tribal chief all day, every day. Fuck Drew. <laughs> oh well damn. Okay. Uh drunk guy. Well, you were singing Broken Dreams, nicely done. Stacking? Um, Roman Reigns. I, I really want to pick Roman Reigns. I, I, I saw the decisive about this. Most yeah, this is, this is the toughest one for me. Um, I'm going to go with Triple H putting the stamp on, on his regime. And Drew McIntyre winning in the UK. I just oh my God, have that no. feeling. I have so he doesn't have both belts then? Yes. Yes. So there is an, an alternate scenario that came up yesterday that I think could actually happen of Drew wins, but Paul Heyman says uh, it was only for one of the belts, which I think is actually very, very plausible. I've heard, you know, Sean has talked about this. This came up yesterday of 
Paul Heyman's a clever little snake. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't going to have him put both titles on the line in the UK with Drew McIntyre there. Like, there's something really clever that they could do with that. And then you have two championships on, you know, your respective programs, which would make the networks very happy. So I, I could see them doing something like that as well. And then Karrion Cross eventually dethroning Roman for the SmackDown one, which I would hate, but seems likely. Yeah, I, I think we might get that type of swerve. Or I, I also came up with the idea that uh, Theory cashes it, cashes in, makes it a triple threat, and he gets pinned. And that's how that's how Roman loses the titles without really losing. Damn, yo, you guys are so fucking good, good man. I tell you, that is <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's a good one too. That's still that makes is- look strong. Exactly. Gotta make Roman look strong. Remember this theme yes, song. Absolutely. Uh, also this weekend, tomorrow you got NXT, Worlds Collide. Once again, Kate's domain here. We'll start off with what should be probably the pre-show. You got two out of three rounds matchup. Axum Will versus uh, Nathan Frazier. Kate, who you got? Um, I'm gonna say Nathan Frazier, but this is this is probably gonna be a surprisingly good match. I think this one snuck up on people because Axiom is of course a kid and he's great. So I, I think this will be good. I'm going Nathan Fraser. Who are you guys thinking? Uh Axiom. I don't I don't know. I don't watch this. I wanna say who I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm about to say who are these people? Axiom what are you talking really about? A kid. I know who he is. I'm just like I don't watch I don't watch This is the NWA, right? <laughs> well, Nathan Frazier's like 19. So. Chrissy. Who are the people fighting again? A kid and a wrestler. I mean, a kid and a, <laughs> Nathan Frazier. <laughs> Axiom and Nathan Frazier is fighting. Frazier, sure. I'm, I'm going with Axiom here. Uh, NXT North America. Okay, whoever has these picks, I'm going to pick. <laughs> NXT North American Championship matchup. This one I'm looking forward to. Carmelo this is gonna Hayes be the match tonight versus Ricochet. I- I'm going with Carmelo Hayes in Carmelo this NXT champion retaining on uh, his title here. Who do you got, Chrissy? Uh, Carmelo for sure. This is gonna be my match of the night for the for world for collides. Drunk guy, light skins galore. Um. He's not even uh, light skin. Um, Camilo Hayes is not oh, light skin. Fool. No, he's not black. No, he's not <laughs> light skin. <laughs> I, mean, I mean that. I, I mean he's not like dark skin. He's definitely light skin. That's I, I didn't mean. say he's like SP's complexion. He's not I, light he's, skin. He's, he's not light skinned. What's wrong shit. with you? I'm light. You light skin too. He's your brother. Light skin brothers, right? <laughs> um, Bob Gore, Carmelo Hayes. Hurry up and read this quick. You've been warned. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Let him SP is Carmel. Carmelo Hayes. Uh, everybody like Carmelo, seems Carmel. to be going with Carmelo. It seems. Yeah, Depending on your um, taste in wrestling, I think this could be the best match that we see from WWE all weekend. I, like, I for me, it's going to be Sheamus and Gunther. I think, but stylistically, if you like what these guys do, this is going to be a hell of a match. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, this and Gunther and Sheamus definitely going to steal the weekend for WWE for sure. NXT Women's Tag Team Championships is up for grabs. You got Kaden Carter and Katana Chance versus Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. of Monday Night Raw. Kate, who you got? I'm going to say I, I would love it if they actually gave Nikki and Dewdrop something to do and legitimize this tag division. But I'm going to say that the TikTok tag team retains. 
I remember when they called them that awful name. Um, <laughs> I'm going with K and K as well, Chrissy. K and K, K and K. They just got the titles like okay, like a week ago. <laughs> yes, uh, drunk guy. Yep, me too. <laughs> and just that K. He looks sleepy. Wait, y'all to the show? I don't even to eat. Hey, someone, no one's given us a super chat in a while. Good, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you guys care about me. I appreciate it. That's sweet. Uh, unification match. The first one we're going to discuss NXT and NXT UK tag team titles going to be up for grabs as it's going to be pretty deadly versus the NXT tag team champions, the Creed brothers versus the NXT UK tag team champions, Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen versus Gallus. I'm going with Gallus because I love their theme song. That's 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 my which one is simple, that one? Simple to go Gallus. with. You're going with Gallus too, Chrissy? No, I well yeah, I'm gonna pick whoever you pick. Which one is that one? Gallus is the one on the top oh, left. Oh, top oh, with the long hair? Long the hair. Like hair Barbie dolls? That's, that one's pretty deadly. <laughs> no, 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 uh that's pretty deadly. Gallus is oh, the, the one to the left of the Barbies, yeah. Yeah, Thank top you. left. Okay, got it. Top left. Yeah, okay, sorry. Left. The other, the left. other left. Thanks. Yeah, I, I got it now. Okay. Yeah. Whatever SP pick said, I'm gonna pick them. <laughs> Kate, I'm gonna stick with the creeds here. Uh, I I don't think they're quite ready for the call up, but I think they they want them legitimized. I just hope that the the redneck boys are really a non factor in this whole match. I don't need to see them at all on my screen ever again. <laughs> the version and the drunk one. Speaking of the drunk one, yep. who you got? When you are with me. Uh-huh. Uh, Creed, Creed Brothers. I was like, saying, wait, is that a Creed? Oh, he, doesn't need, he doesn't really need a reason to sing Creed, but you know. A stack you really, you're, you're like, Shut up, bitch. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. God. Uh, I'll take Creed Brothers, too. Oh, God. Uh, this is so off the rails. Uh, <laughs> NXT and NXT UK Women's Championship Unification match. It's going to be Mandy Rose defending against the NXT UK Women's Champion, Mako Satomura, versus Blair Davenport. Who you got in this one, drunk guy? Uh, I'm gonna say, I don't want to see Mandy. It's, it's a unification match, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to go with uh, Satomura. Who you got stacking? Blair Davenport. Chrissy? No, I don't see that again. Blair. You're going with Blair, Kate? Yeah. This is tricky because they could call Mandy back up with Toxic Attraction, but with Gigi being out, I'm going to say Mandy pins Blair Davenport to unify the titles in her favor. But it should be Miko. 100%. But I I think Miko won't be involved in the finish here. So, yeah, I I was going with Blair on Wednesday. I changed my mind. I think I'm going with Mandy Rose because I forgot about the Gigi Dolan injury might keep them there until probably like the end of the year, maybe Royal Rumble time they get called up. NXT and NXT UK Championship Unification match. The main event of the show is going to be Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate. These two went face-to-face at Heat Wave after Breaker defeated JD McDonough. Tyler Bate won the NXT UK Championship for the second time, the first-ever two-time champion after defeating Trent Seven in the finals. And now the unification match is here. Who walks out with all the gold, Kate? I honestly, and I have no idea why my gut says this, but I think this is going to end up in a weird non-finish of of some sort. Um, but mm. for 
the sake of of the two of them, I'll say it's going to be Braun Breaker. I think Breaker won't hold it too long. I think around Royal Rumble season, you see Braun Breaker get called up. But I think uh, I think for right now, if there's a finish, it's going to be Braun Breaker. But I think something weird is going to happen in this just gut instinct. I'm going with Braun Breaker as well. Stacking? I'm taking Tyler Bate. Drunk guy? Uh, Braun, for sure. Chrissy? I want Tyler to win, but they love Braun Breaker for some whatever God reason, so I'm going to pick him. <laughs> whatever God reason? There you go. There you go. <laughs> Expert I don't analysis. see that. I don't, I, don't, I don't get I don't understand it. You know, but if that's not just, it's not it's not for me to understand, I guess. But yeah, him, that guy. Sure, fair enough. I'll run through most of these matches. Just get your prediction for the big match on the GCW Art of War Games card. You got uh, Jordan Oliver and Nick Wayne will versus Aussie Open on this card. You got DDT Extreme Title Two Ring Ladder Match, Ladder Scramble, or called the Fuck Fest Match. You got Joey Janela defending against uh, Gringo Loco versus Speedball Mike Bailey versus Tony Dempin versus Cole Radrick versus Drago Kid versus Don. Dante Leone. Alex Shelley will go one-on-one -on -one with Blake Christian. You got Charlie Evans versus Sawyer Wreck. And then, of course, it's the, titch the titular matchup, the main event, GCW World Tag Team titles up for grabs in a five-way war games match. The Briscoes will defend against Alex Colon, John Wayne Murdoch versus Bussy versus Los Masitos versus the Second Gear Crew. Chrissy, you're going with your favorite tag team, right? Pussy for sure. <laughs> oh, well, no. Sorry. It was the Briscoes. Fuck. No. Damn. Go ahead. You you want to change your pick to the Briscoes? Yeah, the Briscoes. Yeah. Because because Bussy not going to beat the Briscoes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. But I love Bussy. You know I love them very, very much. Everyone loves Bussy. Uh, Everyone loves Bussy. Who doesn't love Bussy? Who doesn't love Bussy? Oh, Who doesn't love Bussy? I mean, it's for everyone. Bussy's for everyone, you know? Bussy it's is true. for everyone. It's, true. it's very true. It's damn true. I actually am going with Bussy because I think ROH TV is coming and the Briscoes are, are going to spend their time there. So I'm going with Bussy. I'm also Damn. going with Bussy. You got to believe in the Bussy. You said Bussy. All right, I'm, I changed my my answer back to Bussy. Go ahead, Bussy. Who you guys? <laughs> you guys are clearly sold on Bussy, so I'm going to go with uh, the Bussy. So there you go. <laughs> you guys. We'll make it unanimous. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> loves Bussy. You guys are putting the Bussy on a pedestal. <laughs> well, no one here is like, fuck that Bussy. You know what I mean? You're the Bussy up. No one's trying to fuck bussy over. You always, you always want to put the bussy on the pedestal, of course. Yeah. Uh, AEW All Out is the big show that closes off this weekend, and they have 15 matches on the card. No one's going to sleep before 1 a.m. anywhere in the world watching this. Uh, zero Hour, you got four matches. They newly added... Uh, Ortiz and Ruby Soho versus Ty and huh? Sammy for the AAA Mixed Tag Team Championships. Third time. They're going to they gonna lose. <laughs> so you're going with Sammy and Ty? Yep. Who are you going with, Kate? Because it's for the titles, I'm going to go with Sammy and Ty. 
I'm going with why the fuck is this match added all of a sudden? That's what I'm going with. They need time for the. Oh, I guess I uh, Sammy tell you because they're chimps, so whatever. I have a feeling maybe they were like, we should get some more women on the show after what Tony Khan said. It's like maybe that would be a good idea. Right? <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, yeah, I'm going with Sammy and Ty in this one. Uh, FTW Championship is up for grabs. Hook will defend against Cool Hand, Angelo, Parker. Hook all around, everyone? Yeah, hook, hook, hook. Hook, hook, hook. Yeah, we don't need to go around. It's, it's Hook, obviously. Nope. Uh, AEW All-Atlantic Championship up for grabs. <laughs> Pac will defend against Kip Sabian. Who you got, Kate? Pack, and I think... Ishii goes as the next challenger for this. Ooh, I would like Because that. he was injured at Forbidden Door. I think he deserves his shot. Mm. Chrissy? Um, what Caitlin said. <laughs> <laughs> I think she doesn't give us Caitlin yet. Uh, just I'll go with Puck as well. <laughs> I said it. I said it. Oh. How many shots did he take? Was it ten? <laughs> I think someone CM better tell us in the live chat how many shots he's at. And then the main event of Zero Hour, it's Eddie Kingston versus Tomorio Ishii two, their rematch from New Japan Pro Wrestling Capitals uh collision earlier this year. I'm going with Eddie Kingston here because Tony Khan he needs to win over New Japan yeah, talent. Right. And they, and he did Ishii did beat him last time, so there you go. So you're going with Kingston? Kingston. Kingston, Kingston, Kingston. We all we're all from the East Coast, so it's Kingston all the way. There you go, all day. Uh, Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs on the main show grudge match. Two former friends, former tag team partners collide here. Ricky Starks had a horrible fight for the Fallen, where he did defeat Danhausen to retain the FTW title. Then an open challenge, he lost to Hook, and then Powerhouse Hobbs turned on him after his babyface uh, promo, electric promo on that show. Hobbs turned on him, went after his neck. Who wins this one? I'm going with Powerhouse Hobbs. I think he needs the win more here. Hobbs. Hobbs. I'm going Starks. I want Starks to win. I feel like Starks needs to win more than Hobbs. I'm going Starks with Caitlin. Starks is already okay. over. I think Starks is already over. Yeah, I think I think this is the one one of many for for Ricky and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. But I think Powerhouse should win this one. Uh, another grudge match between former friends. Christian Cage will go one-on-one with Jungle Boy. Cage uh, and Jungle Boy align with each other after Double or Nothing 2021, where uh, Jungle Boy won the Casino Battle Royale. Christian helped Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus win the AEW World Tag Team titles, but as soon as they lost it, Christian turned on him. Uh, we don't know where Luchasaurus really aligned right. with Christian Cage for a while, then went back with Jungle Boy. Can he appear here? I think so, and I think he's going to help Christian get the win. Chrissy? You think so? Yep. Really? Then why would do the back and forth then? That makes no sense to me. I, don't know. I think this okay. is not the end of their feud. Swerve. Swerve him, bro. Swerve him, bro. Okay, cute. Um, uh, I'm going to go with Lucha, uh, no, um, Jungle Boy. Luke Perry's. Jack Perry. Go with Jack Perry. Uh, Kate? Whichever one you want to call it. I'm going with Jungle Boy, and I think the Luchasaurus turn happens after. That's fair. Mm. Stat? Jungle Boy. I'm going to go with the boy from the jungle. 
There you go. I'm outnumbered here. Uh, <laughs> FTR and Warlow versus Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. This should be This is going to be the one that's going to be I, I had to switch my pick here because I did pick Lethal and Motor City yesterday, but after the promo exchange on Rampage, I think FTR and Wardlow win this one. Yes, they have to. Lethal and Motor City Machine Guns gonna beat them to set up Machine Guns getting a shot at one of the titles. Yeah, Wardlow and FTR. I'm gonna take Lethal Motor City. Kate, I'm going faces here. Too much gold on that side. Chrissy, FTR and um. Other guy, well, Warlow. There you go. Other <laughs> guy. Wow. Damn, he's falling. That one. He said, no, he didn't fall. I just couldn't. I just, I lost it like really quickly. I'm sorry. I really like Warlow. I'm. Okay. Go to the next one, SP. Stop it. You don't want to look at the, the other stuff. You know. Miro Sting and Darby Allen versus the House of Black in a trio. House of Black better win. Um, Miro got the misfit in his face at Forbidden Door and has been at the odds with the House of Black since then. Sting also got the miss to the face. We had the Brody King Darby Allen feud with the coffin match. So this is all those feuds coming into one here. Who walks out with the WK? Um, I'm going to say House of Black, and I think this eventually switches back to being a Miro versus House of Black program. Something's got to happen with Sting and Darby. This is getting old. So I'm hoping that maybe Darby turns heel and that's what causes the loss or, or something in that vein. But uh, I'm, I'm saying House of Black takes the win. Everyone turns on Sting. If you've been watching since you were a kid, that, that always happens. That is true. Chrissy. Shit. Um, House of Black has to win. I need them to win this one. I'm going the other with guys will need to win. I'm going with the House of Black as well. Black Power. He's going with Black Power. I'll take House of Black as well. All right. We got... Our first championship match here, TBS championship, Jay Cargill versus Athena. These two have been feuding since Athena's debut at Double or Nothing. Now we finally get this matchup here. Who you got, Chrissy? Um, Jade. I got Jade as well. Kate? I'm going with Athena. I think this was originally going to be Chris Statlander's spot. Athena having the title and Chris coming back would be a, a good program to follow this up. That's true. Mm, that's actually pretty. I'll think of Athena too. Once you, you know. So going, going for the <laughs> going for the one in thirty six and one. Arya for Athena. I there. feel like it gotta be a bigger number though. I feel like it's gonna be like maybe forty. I, I say get her up to fifty. Get up to like. I feel like it has to be like a bigger number for her to lose. Yeah, it has to make sense. You know what I'm saying? I just don't know what's left for this Jade title reign. It's the only problem that's as that's far that's as, that's like, that's who, who else is there to feed her, that kind of thing. Like, I don't true. She's over. You know what I mean? The, it did the job of, of getting her to feel and look like a star on this program. So that's, that's the only reason that's where I'm at. Uh, we got the casino ladder match. So this is a two-part question. You got Claudio Castanoli, Dante Martin, Penta Oscuro, Ray Phoenix, Roosh, Wheeler Yuta, and you got the Joker entrant, Andrade El Ideal. So who do you think is going to be the Joker entrant? And who do you think wins, Kate? Ooh. Oh, man. Um, because of how I'm booking the main event, I don't think it's MJF. I'm going to say this is Samoa Joe coming back, and he takes it. Cool. Yes. Ooh, that's actually a good idea. My problem with this is, with these ladder matches, because we know whoever's the Joker always wins. That's the problem. So whoever, whoever comes back, 
with the Joker. The Joker to win. Chrissy? Joker to win. I don't know who the Joker would be, though. I can't really pick who I would think it would be. Which is funny because it kind of sounds like Joker. Stacking. Adam Cole and winning. I, I yeah I got Ooh. I got Adam Cole being the being the Joker. The Joker? Okay, yeah, so we if, all pick the Joker as the winner. Yeah, it, it feels too obvious to be MJF. So I think right. Yeah. I don't think MJF wants to be in a ladder match right now. I feel like he has more to do and keep his body more healthier than being in a ladder match. If that makes sense. Cole, because I think that's case coming off an injury. And if and if no no no, I'm so, uh, I feel like that gives away the main event. I, I also think that um, it's a waste of a pop because the Joker is going to get a pop regardless. MJF mm-hmm. is going to get a pop regardless. Why Why double down on that? Just doesn't right. Yeah, like, if he's like, coming back, save him for after the main event, after the title match. My my running gag is that it's Johnny Gargano. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we wish it was, but it's not. Work, uh, we're thinking long term here. AEW World Tag Team Titles up for grabs is going to be Swerve in Our Glory versus the Acclaimed. Swerve in Our Glory won the titles back at Fighter Fest Night Two. The Acclaimed have been on a roll since turning babyface, scissor me daddy ass shirts, selling all like hotcakes on uh, Eight Shop AEW. Stacking, who you got? Uh, Swerve in Our Glory. Swerve in Our Glory. What? What they were swerving so in? I was about to say swerving our scissor, but swerving our <laughs> Wow, not swerving my scissor. What? When Tony does the eight-man tag team championship. There you go. Uh, swerving our glory, Kate. Swerving our glory. I think everyone's going to remember how good Anthony Bowens is at this, though, uh, in yes. this match. Swerving yes, our glory. Sure. Chrissy going with Swerve as well. We got another grudge match. It's going to be Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson. The Lionheart versus the American Dragon. Pro Wrestling versus Sports Entertainment. Daniel Garcia has been kind of in the middle of this between his hero, Dragon, and his uh, mentor, the Lionheart. Who's going to prove themselves to be the greatest wrestler of this generation? I'm going out on a limb, and I think this is an upset win here. Chris Jericho. Is is yep, what I, I think. Yep. He all out is kind of his pay per view. I mean, other than the, I feel the... Like they kind of fucked it up anyway, only because they added that really Yuta Garcia match on Wednesday. I feel like he he you know this is all playing to, to fuck up with fuck with Brian. So definitely Jericho going with Jericho as well. Stacking. I, I picked Brian yesterday. I'm gonna stick with Brian. Kate. <sighs> My gut says Danielson, but wrestling booking in my brain says with Tony uh, Khan. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is, uh-huh. <laughs> is is Jericho because I think the story turns to Garcia has to beat Jericho to get out of of the jazz, as it were. Did so. the, did the, yeah, so yeah, Jericho. Yeah, if, if Garcia didn't take the chair from Jericho this week, I think they would have saved that spot for the pay-per-view. So now I think Garcia is going to accidentally cost Danielson. So yeah. that's why I think Jericho is going to win. Chrissy? Jericho is going to definitely win. Um, yeah, with the booking, it should be Danielson. But unfortunately, if this is his pay-per-view and we know that Tony Khan just fuck boy shit. So, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, AEW Interim Women's World Championship Fatal 4-Way is going to be Tony Storm versus Akara Shida versus Jamie Hayter versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Who becomes the first Interim Women's Champion, Kate? 
Um, I'm going with Tony Storm, and I just hope that they make it matter. Chrissy? Oh, this is hard. I would have preferred to have it go to Sheeta. Um, well, she's not nice now, so. <laughs> <laughs> There's a now, so I, I think, but I feel like he's going to give it to Britt. I, I think I just have that gut feeling. After she took the loss on Wednesday, I was like, Goat Baker. He's really putting the title on Goat Baker. Goat yes. Baker. Yeah, he is. And then he's going to put them back to have another fight again. That's just what it's going to be. Got to play off some some personal beef. Uh, stacking, you're going with Baker? No, my heart my heart wants uh, Jamie Hader to win, but Tony Storm. Yeah, it's between Storm or Baker. I'm, I'm going with yes. Baker because I feel like it would be something different with the interim title where I don't think Baker's going to be the one in the unification match. I think Baker wins and then eventually drops it to, like, Tony Storm. We also have not seen Britt Baker in the TNT picture at all. Or, I'm sorry, the CBS picture at all. Yeah. So I think that could, <laughs> that could um, she could be Wardlow. She's very well booked. Um, but uh, I, I think true. she might start going after the secondary title a little bit. And they will help it, help it ele- elevate it a bit. And then finally, it's the main event AEW World Championship up for grabs. John Moxley defends against CM Punk. Uh, these two men have been feuding since Punk's return at Quake by the Lake. They got into a heated promo exchange with Punk calling Moxley the third best guy in. Uh, with Moxley destroying Punk in three minutes. And then last week, we had everything that went down with Eat Steel setting up the second showdown here. So does Punk win in Chicago, or does Moxley continue his reign, Chrissy? I think uh, Punk wins. Going with Punk? What about you? Going with Punk. Because he got to make that loss uh, mean something. (laughs) Got 33 seconds or three minutes. (laughs) I don't know how much it was, but yeah, that. Why are you asking me this question? (laughs) Maybe you want to be different. Maybe you want to be a contrarian. He's not going to be different, no. (laughs) Drunk Bell. Let's go. Yeah, see? I'm not biased. I'm going to go with Punk. Kate? Um... Punk with uh, implications from MJF returning, I think, is what what we get here. CM Punk realizes he doesn't have it, but the guy that can help him in Chicago is the only guy that beat him in Chicago. Let's not forget MJF. His one title shot was against Mox, and he lost. I think that could also be very fun where you have Punk winning, and then maybe you have MJF fighting Wardlow again, reigniting that feud. In the uh, in the secondary title, so that's that's what I think. And if you're not going to have a major debut, I think a returning MJF is just about as big of a, a weight as you can go home. But thinking they could ever turn Punk heel in Chicago is something I think nobody would say is possible. I think this is the way to do it. I think it could be really fun. I think they're going to have Punk turn heel, but still get cheered in Chicago. And the best way to do that is having a Steel and Cole Cabana. Help CM Punk win the AEW World Championship. So he's going to get cheered because he's reunited with his friend, his fellow Chicagoan, 
Cole Cabana, but he's really turning heel. And then MJF comes out as the conquering babyface that's going to take the title from CM Punk eventually and then hold it hostage before he goes to WWE. But that's what I think is going to happen at All Out. I'm going out on a limb with all of that stuff. And that is the, the preview and predictions for all of that. want to thank Oh, yeah. Forgot about the trios championship. My bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the elite. first ever. Elite. Elite. AEW trios championship will be decided as it's going to be Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Hangman Adam Page and the Dark Order. Uh, the Elite got here defeating LFI and the United Empire while Dark Order defeated House of Black and Best Friends. Who walks out with all the gold? I think this is going to be the match of the night. So uh, it's kind of funny I forgot it. But <laughs> I'm going with the elite in this one. I think you guys are too. Hell yeah. Yep, Kate. I'm going dark order. What the? Oh, okay. Like it. I like I, I love that she goes against the grain. I love it, Kate. You're, <laughs> you're amazing. I can't wait I to see like you at, at Arthur Ashe. I can't wait to see you guys either. I just think dark order has felt directionless. It's been a big criticism. They're day one guys. I think this is a fun way to reward them. I don't think the elite necessarily needs the belts, but I think it's a very fun way for them to try and either poach Adam Page or whatever. I think the story can continue with the elite outside of the trio's pictures for a little bit, and, and Dark Order deserves that. I, I wouldn't mind it. I, I don't mind either way. I just think the elite are going to be the uh, the the best option to be the first champions. And plus, they, yeah, they can have yeah. all these matches with all these great teams, even though they can't have it with Undisputed Elite, like we established earlier. <laughs> That's kind of the reason why they brought these titles. But hey, here we are. And now, you know so crazy? This is what ignited the feud. Like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and now we not, now we can't even get the match. <laughs> Nope. That's nope. crazy. Swerved us all. But that brings us to a close on True Hill Heat 191. Want to thank Kate so much for being Yay. our great special yes, guest. Welcome addition with all your different alias. Please let the people know <laughs> where they can find you on social media and what you got going down this weekend. Well, it's a busy little weekend for me. You can catch all my shows listed at Miss Kate Fabe on Twitter. But to run them down for you, I'll be on Fightful Select for both. Uh, tonight, the clash, as we're calling it, um, and uh, what am I saying? All out. <laughs> I will be behind Fightful Select Paywall, but I will be on YouTube's uh, Fightful's main YouTube channel for the NXT pay per view for Worlds Glide. So come hang out with us. Awesome stuff. Yes, follow Kate. Hardest, one of the hardest workers in wrestling media Thank today, you. and definitely we want to have her back here on True Hill Heat in the future. Chrissy. Let the people know where they could find you. Uh, yes, it was a pleasure. Kate, you have to come back on so much more. Um, but you can find me. I'm Station Miss Chrissy Love. IG, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Twitter is uh, True Hill Chrissy Love. Server Faces Hills will be back next week. Uh, we're doing a roundtable tomorrow, so check us out there at 11.05. Are we doing 11.05? Probably. I don't know. Anyway, um, yes. other than that, okay, great. Um, <laughs> I do the SmackDown reviews with uh, Steve Falls going blue. We've been uh, going for a while because he's having a baby soon. Uh, other than that, IG, Twitter, Facebook, all you see me on the watch alongs. See you there. Stacking, you want to let them know where they can find you? Yeah, you guys can catch me here on Dark Power, covering AW Dark, Elevation, and NWA Power. You can also catch me on Rampage Wrap-Up with Josh, True Draw Josh, 
covering everything that happens on AEW Rampage. And, of course, you can catch me on our sister channel, THH Sports, where we talk about football, basketball, baseball, everything, and I cover a lot of the football stuff. Drunk guy. You can follow your boy, uh, super guy, not drunk, uh, on Instagram, <laughs> Haxo underscore J underscore Duggan, uh, Twitter, Twitter, sober guy JJ, Facebook, my name is my name. If you don't want to know my name, you know the rest. Uh, Mondays, Raider Raw Superstars, Wednesdays, Elite Heat, uh, whenever I just pop up on True one these days, uh, watch alongs. Of course, you can follow the gang everywhere, True Hill. We got him buzzed and made money in the same breath. You have to take the shot you said you were going to save to the end. Take them shots. Yes. And you can follow me on the Twitter machine at TrueHillSP3. I'll be back with Chrissy and Stephanie Heitz tomorrow, 11.05 a.m. Eastern time with the WWE Clash at the Castle Roundtable Review, as well as on Monday for our all-out roundtable review as well. Follow us, patreon.com forward slash True Hill Heat. Jump on over to the Watch Along for Clash at the Castle starting Psych. in two minutes. <laughs> in two minutes, and Drunk Guy will probably be there to take your take any other shots that he missed out on this episode. We want to thank everyone for joining us for True Hill Heat 191 for Kate. For Miss Chrissy Love, it is me, it is me, and True Hill Phenom SB3. For Drunk Guy, for Stat King, this has been True Hill Heat 191 All Out Clash Collides. We are signing off until next time.